0: Coming at you from scratch wolf Studio. It's that time again to rage across the internet. It's your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. As always, I'm your host Porter. To my left, the man with the reddest nose in town, Mr. Daniel Tyson.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: <laughs> to my right, the man with the reddest... You know, we don't talk about that anymore. Mr. Tommy Dixon.
2: Oh, please don't talk about that anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... Uh, Hey.
1: The statue of limitations yes. hasn't reached yet.
0: <laughs> oh. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Jeez. But hey, we are not here alone today. This is kind of a special episode. Uh Very I cool. I think a couple ways around. Because it is a week for us recording. Mm-hmm. You know, behind the scenes base. Uh it is like a week before Christmas. Exactly. Week, yes. Yep. So this is kind of our own little holiday special. <laughs> right I to record. That, yeah. And it's gonna air like, I think. Right after it, New Year's? I think, well, no, I think it's maybe right, yeah, maybe right after New Year's. Jesus.
1: I don't know. I gotta figure out the schedule. Happy <laughs> New
2: Year!
0: <laughs> well, I think we've done this before, but fuck it, Kiss, until we're sure. Yeah. Happy New Year again. So who do we have with us? We have the stars of, uh, two, two of the stars of wherever a guy it takes us. <laughs> Melissa and CJ! How you guys doing?
3: <laughs> Hi. Doing good. Merry doing? Christmas from the great white north.
0: And not from Texas, though. No. 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 I no, guess screw no, us, Texas, right? Thanks a lot, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: yeah. still got nothing. <laughs> yeah, right?
4: Yeah. Not much after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, first might as well have come and gone by now. And yeah, so happy New Year's from <laughs> Texas.
0: Hey, there you go. Probably
4: got Probably heard your fair share of gunshots and fireworks by now. I hope so. <laughs> oh, I hate that's, it.
2: that's the only way to ring in the new year. <laughs> oh, God, no, gunshots and fireworks that's the best way to do it.
0: Okay, I think that's the first album for uh, 50% of forever, <laughs> yeah. actually. Gunshots and fireworks, oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna keep the meta of that fake band alive. I don't even care. <laughs>
1: Trademark reach across the internet. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, this is kind of our cast party. Cast yes, um, party, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, no, we're uh, a while back. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not too far back ago. Though. No. But we, you know, we talked about taking your taking questions, and that's what we're here. We're here to provide answers now. hmm
1: Yep, you guys sent
2: those in.
0: And thank you. Yes. And, and keep
2: them coming as, you know, the episodes air. Yeah, I'm sure. Because we will be do cool. another one. Yeah, we'll do another one. That's cool. As, you know, once we compile enough of these, we will definitely keep
0: making more. And I'm sure it's going to be... I mean, this is going to be fun already. Already, we've had a good time. (laughs) We We haven't answered shit. (laughs) So, I guess before we crack into that, it is important to um, say, you know, thank you for all the questions. Thank you for listening, because, you know, that's a big deal. And if you like what you hear and you're in a position to support, you can do that through our Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash Rage Across the Internet. Danny looks very ill right now, and I think it's because because you're shilling. Is it? Is it because I'm shilling, Danny?
1: <laughs> I, I hate shilling, but like it sucks. <laughs> but we kind of need to shill.
0: Look, like, yeah, it's like it's like I'm sorry, guys. It's got to get done, though. Your your support, it means it, it's a huge deal, That's
1: such a big deal, and we hate asking, but at the same time, it we show our appreciation for your support. So. If you do want to support,
0: we have... I can think just picked that up. Mm-hmm. How many tiers, Danny? Four tiers. Okay. We have rewards for you. Well, they're gifts. They're not really rewards. All right. I'll take the gifts. It, it's a, uh, you know, hey, you did something nice for me. I'm going to do something nice for you. It's a little it's a little quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you bring the fava beans, I'll be in the can't there. Oh, oh, you just had
2: oh to that do was the noise. creepy. You just had to do the noise.
0: <laughs> if you can, you should. I
2: get it. <laughs> oh, that was so creepy, though. Have the stop and, and our two Danny. guest stars here actually back us.
0: That's true. They are yeah. backers.
2: They're long-term backers. It's true. mel has yeah. been doing it almost since the beginning.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's very little, um, and I get to watch really bad movies. The only time I've ever seen these movies once a month. <laughs> And it's a, and, and hang out with other people, which we, I don't do either.
0: We have a good time.
3: Yeah. That's what matters.
0: And and you yeah. know, uh, it looks like every. I, I think it is. I, mean, I think it's fair to say every every January you get to watch Space Camp at suburban Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's birthday traditions.
1: That's true. It
0: might be different this year. Probably not. Probably but it not. Might be. <laughs>
1: But again, birthday tradition, so... That's right.
4: It's me but and Danny. the last one, it's a little less of a fever trip.
0: Uh, yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah. Well, again, we, we say January because Porter and my birthday are like four days apart.
0: So it's one of those, like, for Danny's birthday, he gets to choose a movie. For Porter's birthday, he gets to choose a movie. So guess what? It's <laughs> Space Cop and Suburban <laughs> Sasquatch. <S-5. laughs> <laughs> two years running. We'll yeah. see We'll see what year saying, three. At
1: least two years so far, but... It's good times... <laughs> And then more than movie nights, we have the game team, which we're playing all the time. It's a lot of fun.
0: It's it's mostly DVD. Yeah, but and there's no but. It's just that's a fun time. Yeah,
4: (laughs) but it's you you know run around, try not get killed by us or try to kill us. That's where DVD and the game team comes in.
0: Right. You know, I mean, we have our open ones. Open this open for everybody, but the game team that's. Really, that's you you guys get the privilege of disturbing us whenever you want to. (laughs)
2: I'm bored. Play a game with me. Exactly.
0: It's like, like, yeah, you you have our gamer tags, and you just get to hit us up and bother us whenever you want. That's
1: pretty much (laughs) it right there, yeah.
3: When is the game team going to start playing WoW? Because I would join the game team to play WoW with you guys.
0: You know what? Um, Ask all the people that that haven't been backing. (laughs) This is their chance to change that.
3: Yeah. There yeah. we go. Come on. Well, since that's a thing. Well if it becomes a if
2: thing. If it becomes I'll do a it. thing. Alright. There Wait, you I'll go. My big yeah. return to WoW. Oh boy. I haven't played since
0: Lich King. You know, you, you know what though? Because you know, I, I played since Vanilla and I played for a long fucking time. Yeah. You know, I mean I retired, but um retired. I had a guild for years and years and years, and I would be tempted, even though, to maybe petition to rename that guild mm. or start a new one specifically for RAI. I get these official RAI WoW guild.
1: Like I said, oh, if, if enough right people now. sign up for it to do that, I would make a new account. Or a account altogether.
2: You no, know I'd have to make a new one. Mine's long gone. <clears throat> Rager Cross World of... W- Rager Cross Azeroth. There you go. That is a perfect name. <laughs> Ra <Rah! laughs> <laughs> That'll be our war chant every time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's gotta be just like that. Yep. Rah! <clears throat>
1: Even better than movie nights and game teams is our post-mortem series.
0: That's our gold tier.
1: Second to last. And our post-mortem series, the very first games Tom and I got to play under Porter as a storyteller, and those games ran for three, four years?
0: Somewhere around there, I think, three or four years, yeah. Math is ridiculous, but somewhere (laughs) around there. Five Chronicles
1: worth. Yeah, so... It's, it's a lot of fun. We get to relive those stories. Before this Let's Play Now, we didn't get to play for a long time. Yeah. So doing the post-mortem series and getting to relive those games was so much fun. It still is. We're doing it still once a month and going through these stories and reliving, rehashing out everything that happened, maybe seeing some things in perspective that we didn't see the first time, like, holy shit, how did I miss that?
0: Well, it's a behind the scenes also, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, you know, it's a retrospective. It's sort of a replay. It's, it's a whole lot of things. Yeah.
1: And considering where this episode's coming out, I think.
0: Surprise Lunatics 2 for December, I believe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the ones who just got this last episode, holy shit for you guys. Holy shit. I, cause I know it's about to happen and we haven't recorded it yet. It's later. Yeah. But it's yeah, later today. It's later today. So.
4: Oh, man, that's going to be so much fun.
0: Now, CJ, you have um, access to the postmortems.
4: Yes, I do. And as a storyteller myself, it's... I don't know why, but it's just a really, really great source of inspiration for some stuff. That if I'm ever looking for just, like, you know, a simple little plot that I want to run, hey, here's some postmortems that or Here's some games that were run, and from what I hear from Danny and Tom, were run successfully and were fun... But hey, maybe with some minor work and adaptation, I might be able to use myself. And so far, it's turned out pretty well, and it helped me get back into storytelling. To be honest, oh, that's awesome! Isn't that great? That's so cool to hear.
0: That was an excellent read, CJ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Your five dollar check hey, in the uh, mail. <laughs> the
4: best. You gave me, you gave me the one page. Enough. <laughs>
0: What'd you bribe him with? Five I, bucks? I couldn't help myself. Lunch? <laughs> it was is right that what there. You did? knife set. <laughs> <laughs> Suck at Grant. Yeah, right. It's got Grant's name on it, too. <laughs> this is the show you're getting today, guys. We're just going to have a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome.
0: And then finally, to round that off real quick, because yeah. let's get this on the road, uh, is the Moon Silver Tier, which is our NPC of the Month Club, which is an NPC out of My Character Bible uh, that has been rewritten, quote, remastered, I suppose you could say.
1: Remastered's a good one.
0: And the ultimate uh, edition of them. Yep. Because, you know, I've reused, you know, you tweak things in settings and, you know, but this is the, yeah, the definitive edition of a character sent your way. And I know, CJ, I believe you get that too?
4: Yes, I do. And it's why if you ever talk to any of my players on the server, you'll probably hear another version of Deadman Dempsey running around there. There's now two of them.
0: <laughs> is that neat?
4: Beautiful. That's so Awesome. <laughs>
0: I think that's cool, yeah, it, to see, you know, to, have to know that people have adapted that stuff and are actually getting to use it, because, I mean, that's kind of the point.
1: It was very much the point. It's why we started the whole thing.
0: Well, not to give them my NPCs, but... <laughs> no, but
1: to <laughs> let them use, to adapt and use as inspiration. Right, right.
0: So, and so yeah, those working. are hopefully detailed in in a way, you know, that they're, whatever. Anyway, that's that's uh, the, the kind of gifts, the kind of stuff. We've talked way too much about our Ko-Fi this time, but we've been kind of light on shilling lately, so oops, we got through it. Yep. It's a great way to help. If you can't help that way, please just spread the word. Talk us up. Tell your friends. If you're on message boards or fucking Discord groups, bring what? us up. Yeah. Send people our way. Get more people to into Werewolf. Get more people to love Werewolf. That's all we ask. Yep, You, you know,
1: listening is a big deal, and we appreciate that already.
0: Come to our Discord and hang out because, you know, there's... I mean, there's people who show up and hang out every now and then. And there's people who hang out a lot, and it's like you know, it's great. You're you're making new friends. You're you're trading ideas, having fun, joking around. I mean, we we did like an hour or two on action movies the other day. Like, it doesn't all have to be World of Darkness. We just we have fun. We hang out, and that's great. It's bringing people together. That's
1: all we ask. Good friends, good times.
0: Right. So, without further ado, let's. How about we make a show, everybody?
1: It's about time. Is that <laughs> what
0: we're doing? I mean, it's the plan. What?
3: Is that why I'm here?
0: It is. It's crazy.
1: All right. So we mentioned we took a whole bunch of questions. We asked you for them. You sent them in. Thank you. And we're going to give as many of these questions as we can that weren't like redundant and repeats, but and everyone's getting their credit.
0: We'll find out. I mean, (laughs) you could just decide to not or lie about who said them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You'll never know.
0: Abe Lincoln asks, how old's everybody? (laughs) Fuck it.
1: Wow. I didn't know Abe Lincoln was on our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: is now four score and seven questions ago, man. Perfect, nice. great. Yeah, that let's. That, Jesus was, that was
1: nice. <laughs> All right, first, then would be from Splats and Snaps. What year roughly does this game even take place?
0: Nineteen ninety-three.
1: Which is kind of funny because we knew that you told us, but we never actually recorded
0: it. Yeah, I did. Oops. <laughs> slip through the cracks.
1: Yeah, and and it's a well-known fact at this point that Porter likes setting his games in the nineties,
0: and for several reasons. Um, you know, for number uh, the first off, most of the players, um, just traditionally, mm-hmm. grew up in the nineties, so there's that level of nostalgia there. Don't shake your head. I said most. <laughs> I'm talking about a career, not today, <laughs> not the four of you. I'm talking about the last couple decades. So there, but even then, you're on these. You have to use payphones, right? Well, that's part of it too. Come on, you know there's there's that level of nostalgia for the '90s because most of the players have lived through the '90s. We could use grow up, you know. We could find
2: that was a hefty eye
0: roll. Whatever.
1: (laughs) The computer just shook.
0: (laughs) There is the familiarity with the era. Uh, be it romanticized or yeah. not usually romanticized though which you can play in mm-hmm. but yeah the technology is in that sweet spot mm-hmm. and that's a big deal too
5: mm.
0: to where you're not likely to have a cell phone on you you might have a beeper and that's a little adorable <laughs> but it, but you know you you don't probably no to, you don't so
1: not with your age
2: group that we are at you're Car in phones? a situation Car phones were a thing
0: Right, but again...
2: Yeah, not cell phones, car
0: phones, though. But even then... Yeah.
2: You don't have the, a freaking camera in your pocket.
0: Exactly. So we don't have to worry about the the, the the world of veil breaches and technology and the overabundance of technology. You have a situation where, say, Crimson Ghost has to sneak in to use the payphone or the, the landline in the shop while there are actual black spirals patrolling the street. Mm-hmm and hide behind the counter to hope he doesn't get caught, or they notice that the phone has been moved from the top of the desk to behind the desk. You know, that creates tension. You know, the idea of having to run to get to a payphone and hope that the guys you were tailing are still there or will still be there when help shows. You know, it's shit like that. It's the little things. The devil's in the details. And I think that makes it, I don't want to say more difficult, but certainly less convenient, Mm -hmm. which makes for a, a better story.
1: Yeah, much more dramatic. Yeah.
0: I mean, and also More in also
4: problems to solve.
1: Yeah,
2: and in the 90s, there's the little towns that don't really have technology. They're still old
0: school. Dude, the internet's still kind of a baby. Mm-hmm. HTTP dot dot slash slash <laughs> WWW. I mean, w- w- yeah,
3: you know. <laughs> That's never going to catch on. Oh, and the dial up modems. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I ears.
0: want that as a soundbite. Oh, we should have that as a soundbite. I like that already. Oh
1: God, what's wrong with you guys?
0: It's awesome, and like, there's going to be a bunch of people that don't know what it is. And It'll then be, like, when it the clock.
2: and when it finishes, I want to hit the "You've got mail" because oh, oh. you know when you logged in and your internet connected, <laughs> AOL Instant went you got mail."
0: I was actually thinking one of our other soundbites after it to subvert oh, the expectation. Oh,
2: okay, all right, we could we could work on that. We could work <laughs> on that. That's not all
0: right. That can be just for us.
1: Eh, fine. It
0: could be like an official like text tone or ringtone for the for the cast of the, oh, of the dude, show. That
1: would be fun. <laughs> Alright, next question. Next question. Yeah. This one's from Dundee. What's the overall
3: plot?
0: Well, it's what the yes, story's about.
3: Porter, what is the overall plot?
0: <laughs> yes,
2: us us players would love to know.
0: <laughs> well, I think um, the best answer is tune in.
2: Perfect. That's mean he's got a point. Yeah. You tune I
0: mean, in and show up to game, and you'll find out. Because <laughs> you guys can work it all out together.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not like he's going to tell us. I mean, he's not going to tell the audience. He's not going to tell us. We're playing the game. We learn the plot as we're going. Okay,
0: you tune in and find out.
1: Next, Reesley. Hey guys, absolutely loved the first episode. I'm curious about beginning scenes, knowing that your game would be a let's play. How did you find yourselves approaching it differently than you would your normal tabletop or online game?
0: I'd like to hear from you guys first, if you got anything to say about that. Okay. For me, it's not
4: too... I'm playing it not too terribly different. If I was seeing it, I'd definitely be trying to do a lot more than I normally would. But as a player, it's more just show up, try to play normally, and not talk over anybody, because that might give Danny an extra headache that he doesn't need. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Overall, it's just a normal game that I'm getting to enjoy, so not too different.
1: I, I guess, for me, uh, the yeah. only other something I have to compare to was our previous game that, if you want to listen to, get on those post and Don kofi mm. <laughs> But it, it's it's very much, I need to learn how to be ricochet and not play as jaeger i'm still in that transition of trying to play one where they're not the same person so that's really the only thing i have to compare it to but i think i'm doing a pretty okay job so far
0: all right uh
5: mel
3: for me it's really no different i mean i've been playing in this sort of format for about well two almost three years now with uh, strides game and then running a game myself so it's kind of like this is a new it's just being aware that I'm being recorded and it's it's kind of like well can I say that should I not say that like I feel like I have to check myself a little bit but in the end I just play my character. I did exactly what I always do when I create a character. I have a character sheet, and I wrote out a very long background, and I submitted all that stuff to Porter. So it's exactly what I normally would do, whether it was tabletop or online.
0: Tomas?
2: Ooh, using my full name. Wow. Ole. Ole. (laughs) Um,
0: Tomas Ole Dixon.
2: (laughs) I think the biggest thing is, is obviously, yeah, we're recording this, and it's on air, um, and it's different due to – Usually you'll know the backstories of all of your PCs, all the player characters that are with us. So we don't really need to go over those in-game. But now, being that this is recorded and on air for people, we kind of have to do a little more interactions and give away bits of our backstory as we go. So it's it's definitely a little different because we have to spoon-feed kind of what everyone's backstory is and get to know each other better. So it's a little more in-depth than yeah, I, than I a agree. normal game. It's a little more in-depth. Other than that, though, it still plays the same. I mean, running by NST's rules, stuff like that, it still plays the same way it should. Just it's a it's it's just being recorded. It's a bit different. It, it's the it's, only way to put it. It makes it a, a bit different.
1: It's kind of a pain in the ass, almost. <laughs>
2: Not really. I wouldn't say it's a pain. I mean, it's pain in the ass for you because you got to edit it. I understand well, that. That but. too.
1: But but you're right. It's it's almost like spoon feeding some of the back stories, and mm-hmm. because yeah, we're interacting. I mean, clearly, I hope you guys hear that with these stories, but...
2: And hopefully it's not too boring sometimes, but it needs
1: to be said. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bigger part.
0: Porter. I, I just gotta clean up the racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's all you gotta do?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I had that in the chamber.
5: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, I approach it the same way uh the same as i do a regular game you know uh i'm aware that obviously i'm aware they're being recorded I mean, mm-hmm. i'm gonna find a fucking microphone but <laughs> i have to make sure i'm right next to the microphone so yeah sometimes <clears throat> i'm not and it it's getting noticed yeah right like that's i think mean, that's the biggest concern but i know like there's there, there's programs like roll 20 and shit like that that people use and like you know i you guys have noticed that i won't no, no, I like live dice. that's just the feeling of dice in your hand. Yeah, and like I know it's like oh, you can. I know there are advantages to it. like I'm not talking shit on programs like one tw- roll twenty. I just not, don't use them. It's not your style, right? It's not my style. I you know on the on the day if everyone was around this table, I'm I'm playing the game. I'm I'm telling the story the same way I would no matter what. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as you guys talking about the character development, I think um I think we need more of it. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's just me, you know, you know, we get those scenes and, you know, I hand you guys those scenes where I'm forcing you to interact because I'm not going to move the story until you fucking do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, there's, there's times there's going to be room for heart, heart to heart type of shit with you guys. I mean, these are characters that didn't know each other, so you're going to have to get to know each other and get to trust each other. And that's part of it too. So like you, you guys worry about it's too much, like, you know, but I, I disagree, especially in the beginning is, you know, and you see, we re roll it out as time. I think that's a good thing.
1: That's a fair
3: point. Mm -hmm. I think it's tricky finding that moment to reveal an aspect of yourself. And it's just because the story is moving along and you are, you know, trying to keep up with figuring out what's going on. And I, I know you've said in the past porters that we're not going to solve this in a, in a, in a session. So it's just finding that, that moment to tell your your fellow players a little bit of who you are as a character and then without like it derailing or like diverting away from the story itself and i think that's just the the balance we need to find no oh, i agree cuz we're all new we're all new players to each other right um i've never played with any of you before
0: yeah i mean and I, I mean i just met all you guys so you
1: did hand me it's twenty weird. mugs to come sit in front of a microphone. So
0: it's More than true. I go. Lived in. He, he was. <laughs> I found him in the dumpster. <laughs> I
1: that's, got nothing. That's where you got
0: that song.
3: Look, I got nothing. <laughs> is. I got a mug.
0: Ricochet is bonar. Well, so. it's the exchange rate. So no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were actually the highest paid. It's just with the exchange rate, it doesn't come out the same.
1: <laughs> Next right. question. So yeah. <laughs> Final conclusion, <laughs> more player interactions. <laughs> got it.
2: Well, that's the thing. Also, is I mean, obviously, we'll go to the next question. But
0: that's the thing. Also, is we
2: didn't read each other's write ups.
0: Right. So we do need to do more of that interaction. Exactly. Yeah, this. you guys. Did, yeah, I, that's intentional. Because why would you guys know that you didn't start together? Right. You converged to a singular point. So it wasn't. I wasn't busting balls. I'm just saying that's and Mel's right. You know, it's got to happen organically.
1: All right then, in Kiddo the Noah. In episode one, the characters are collecting firewood and making fires and looking for shelter. Why? Why not just sleep in lupus and just be done with it?
0: I would love to answer that on your guys' behalf. Sure. Because I feel like it's my job to defend you guys on this one. Yeah. You you have to remember that these characters are all fresh off the rite of passages, and they're all Hamed. They don't have, you know, it it didn't occur to them. They're still thinking like humans. That's a thing. I mean, we as players have the luxury of going, well, obviously that's the smarter decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Duh, but the characters are not the players. You can't use player knowledge. The characters wouldn't have thought of that yet. They're still young. Cut them some slack.
1: Not only that, but yeah. go go ahead, C J.
4: Oh yeah, I was just like thinking from a Night Fang's perspective. Even if he is a werewolf now, even if he is garu and has access to all the forms, yeah, he's still thinking hu- like a homid, like a human, and it might just be more comfortable for him to sleep in his breed form. So that's 100%. always a little thing that could happen. <laughs>
1: 100 percent agree on that. Not only that, but like we also said, we were going to eat. Yeah. So yeah. the fire was to cook our food. I mean, yeah, we don't have to cook it,
2: but,
0: but again, that's
2: the,
1: the human mentality, right? How
2: else am I going to yeah. practice my survival instincts and try to get more dots in them? There's yeah. another thing. I mean,
0: there's an out of character answer. It's an out yeah, of character answer. answer. Yes, but, but
2: think about it. I mean, you got to do the things to get more dots in them, or else you don't.
0: No, it's a good point. But there, I, I mean, mean, there you go. I, I
3: don't want to say too much about my character because I know we wanted this to do it normally. But Cassie is a runaway. So this is how she survived before she became a werewolf. So it's intrinsic knowledge for her because she would hide in the wilderness and for days and all she'd do was forage and forage and forage and forage and try to keep warm until somebody came and found her again and dragged her back to... The foster home she came from, so this is sort of what she does, and to see some of the city boys uh who clearly have no ability to survive, she's not going to let that happen, so that's why the firework the the firewood and food and shelter was very important to her
0: solid see there you go no mm-hmm. oh, no, thanks for chipping in on that, but what do we got? All right, cool. next. What's the next, man?
1: This one's from Christy. What is everyone's favorite and least favorite part or scene or interaction so far and why? Okay. Let's go around the table, Danny. Start that. All right. Uh, I think, for me, it would have been the end of 3-3 when we're defeating the quote-unquote threat.
0: It, I, I like you keeping this vague because we're not sure where this is airing in regards to that yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh man,
2: so I, yeah, you got a while till that one airs. That's so not maybe till end I of don't January. even say that
1: part yet. That's not till like end of January.
2: Oh you,
0: boy, well, you could keep you can keep it vague, like oh. you have so far. Okay,
1: fine. I'll just say that Ricochet gets to show off why that name came about. So that's your favorite. I, I for me so far, yeah, because. When thinking of, like, the name for the character, that was the first thing that popped in my head. I was trying to think of, like, signature things that Ricochet would be doing, and a lot of that comes to do with combat. I mean, I, I look at Jaeger, even, like, he's got a certain move that he does all the time when it comes to combat. I kind of wanted the same thing for Ricochet, so I, it was the first thing that came to my head, and it was the f- this is the first time I got to use that. And again, trying to keep it vague. Because it's, not, I, I forgot it's not coming out until after this episode. Yeah, so, so but you had an awesome,
0: part. you had an awesome combat moment. Yeah, and we that, know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were there, but yeah.
1: and it felt good, and it was like, wow, I really got to portray that, and, and yeah. So that for me, that was the, that was fun. I, I got to do it so far. For me, that was the, my favorite. Um, I think the least favorite, and I know this has aired already, so it would be the uh, the pregnant leg, because that. <laughs> Freaked me out, but it was still really cool uh, imagery. Nice, and also with with Mel being able to act all that out as it was happening too, it was super impressive. So I guess that's kind of a, also a favorite part. But like in my head, it was not so favorite because it's gross and disgusting.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Donner. Yeah, Always oh, coming back. <laughs> i got a celebrity guest in the studio. Get out of here, Connery. You <laughs> can't make it. My...
1: Don't, don't forget to sign my James Bond collection before you leave. Okay. The whole thing. Shook at So,
2: my least favorite. <laughs> because okay. I want to just jump on. All right. I don't want them stealing it from me.
0: Jump in the line, I'm jumping the
2: line because <laughs> I don't want them stealing it from me. Everybody left me when I was inspecting the hood. Yeah. <laughs>
5: everybody just runs
0: runs away away, right (laughs) this seems dangerous by the way
1: see here's the thing and i'll i'm gonna jump on this really fast i know why and i know why you went with them again it was more of protection Mm -hmm. but that and you the way you built your character he's fast so if he needed to catch up he can do it right
0: you assume.
2: You assume. Yes, I assume. But as a, as your player, you didn't know that. No, no,
1: you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was assuming as a player, too.
2: But yeah, that that, that <laughs> was definitely my least favorite when my, well, we're not a pack yet, but my our group abandoned me, and I had a threat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, that, it happens. It's fine. Uh, my favorite, though, <laughs> is the scene with, when we walk back into the, or the start of 2-1.
1: Please elaborate, because
2: yeah. there's been... It already so aired. Help us right out. At, right at the beginning yeah. of the scene, where he just starts whooping that whole pack's ass. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, okay. Yep. That has got to be my favorite part so far. He's such a badass. And you could say... <laughs> just, just dodging the bullet and yeah. just, what, he breaks his arm, dodges the bullet... Like, he just manhandles that guy like he's nothing.
0: It <laughs> yeah, seems being Coy here, we talk talking about the fight between uh, Falling Leaf, It's Wild and Far Four. Yeah. yeah. we're like, Far Four got his ass kicked. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Because <laughs> he
2: was still in Hamid. <laughs> <laughs> his, dude. Sorry, but Falling Leaf. <laughs> Mad props to him on that. That was my favorite moment so yeah. far. CJ.
4: It's a little hard to nail down specifically what my favorite moment would be but honestly favorite moment from I would have to say at this very moment favorite moment would be when me and Mel split off, or when Hippolyta, Shadow, and Nightfang split off to go after the guy because that was one of the times of where I had to make the mental distinction between you know a new character, and I've been playing for a while now. I know this is a dumb idea, but I get to make this idea anyway happen,
3: it's and just getting point.
4: to see the reactions from that—it was that was a lot of fun. Yes, there are many other moments, like Falling Leaf getting to smack down Far Four there. That was fucking great. I mean, or we, didn't when get we to actually, see actually smack took down out the rest seer. Of them, <laughs> it's assumed, <laughs> but yeah, least favorite. Honestly, I would have to say it would have to be the like when we got out of the car at the very beginning, just because still filling out characters and not my proudest moment as a care as a player. But otherwise, nothing I can really point to for my least favorite. All right. Solid
0: Mel.
3: I was listening to everybody, and I'm like, I have no idea. I think <laughs> my least favorite moment is the bones as my character. Melissa, Melissa would never split off from a party, but my character would definitely go after that guy. And that's what her her um, main thought was, is I'm going to track this guy down and I'm going to make him pay for whatever he's done. I'm going to make him pay. And so that, I think, was my least favorite part. I have to say my favorite part is Spudlings. That's your favorite part? Yes, because, Oh, come on. That was And, and funny. let me explain. Please. It was funny. It was funny. And I got to be the ragabash, because we were all standing outside of the, the cave, and we're all going like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, like, And I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, I'm just going to just do it. And I got down, and I got in there, and I, yeah, engaged. And yes, I may have ended up with a leg uh, that was a pregnant little bit leg. grossing... <laughs> a pregnant leg. You got a leg up. It was fine. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: Well, CJ got <laughs> the leg I felt up. Like,
3: I, I felt like I had done something that was that we needed to do that was important and and it was just an overall interesting aspect of the game. So I was like, yeah, this is really and I'm I'm sitting here on the other side going, I know what this is. I know what this is. But I can't say that because I don't know in character. But but uh yeah, I was like uh that's my favorite. Yeah. The spudlings because
5: they're so cute. <laughs> and See, the amount they of smashed up
4: pretty well.
0: <laughs> still
1: doing it. I was just gonna say the amount of potato jokes we made that day
0: It was a good day. That still happens, and
1: it's still happening currently. <laughs>
0: uh, for me, um, and it's it's pretty close. You know, it, it's it's that first game. You know, I, I had that story laid out, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you're either gonna go after the guy or you're gonna go after the monster. <laughs> and you guys managed to do both and neither.
5: <laughs>
0: God, is, you... is
1: this your favorite? Or
2: you... No, this is my least favorite. Least favorite. Him
0: and I
5: talked the next
1: day. He was so mad, <laughs> but like so happy that he was mad.
0: It oh, was, it was like, I'm... it was very, yeah. Like I, I had planned it either way. I got it covered and it's going to be awesome. And I've got great hooks for both sides. No matter what happens, this yeah. is going to be great. And you guys are like, fuck you, Porter yeah. jokes on you, Dick. <laughs> And so, like, I had to scramble. And the funny thing is, is that had that singular moment. Here is, I mean, some extra behind the scenes. I don't think anyone asked this, but
1: sure, why not? Though that
0: um, that threw off my rhythm as a storyteller. Yeah. Until the end of chapter three. Oh wow!
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: It. I mean, it's okay. I think. I think we've all had fun and we've enjoyed the game so far. I fucking hope you guys keep coming back. I don't know what, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it it completely fucked the rhythm of my games. Until I could write the ship at the end of chapter three.
2: Which is nuts. New player characters. You don't know how yeah. some of them play. So You
0: know, it's like I made it work. Cool. And that's important to be able to make it work when your plans go awry. But I thought I had the bases covered. Yeah. I did not expect you guys to, again, both do both and neither. Like you did half of both of them <laughs> and, just and pulled a shoe, Horace. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Strider, I mean. Right?
4: <laughs> I mean, oh. if you are really going to pull a shoe horse, we'd
0: end it right there. <laughs> right. However, I and will that's not the pull a shoe horse. Hey, so we'll tall. <laughs> oh. I, however, will not pull a shoe horse. And my favorite moment, actually, um, Melissa was the, the pregnant buck. So weird. What, when me
2: and Mel were in the cave?
0: Yeah. And, and that. But that specific moment when I said pregnant buck and Tom gets this look on his face oh, and I yeah. go, I know what I said. <laughs> and then it hit you. You know, that they, like, Porter didn't make a mistake and not know that, no.
2: <laughs> I'm just, made, I was There's a sure. male
0: deer here with a, you know. Yeah. To that moment. And when it kind of, you know, when they got born. Then <laughs> it just. You yeah, know, when the birth happened. Birth. <laughs> I just, yeah. I was very proud of that.
4: Yeah. Oh, That's man. when that was wishing for some hairspray and a lighter. <laughs> That'd have been cool. I didn't
0: mean you roll for that. Someone got lit up.
4: Mm-hmm. Fry up some sweatlings.
0: French ride. Oh,
5: <laughs> the
4: potato oh, jokes. Wasn't, it wasn't there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Far four wasn't there yet. So <laughs> <laughs> <Sucre bleu.
5: laughs> Jeez, what's next? <laughs> what gonna- All right.
1: So this next question, mean uh, Who's I don't even know who this is from. This is um. This is weird. This is Ma, ma Melissa. So this is from Melissa. Melissa. Melissa.
0: Melissa. Asking Someone, her, someone's getting her own
1: question, right?
0: <laughs> Let's make her answer it. Yeah, you're, you're going <laughs> to answer this now.
1: Melissa I was says, "For a friend, given that the players roll, I'll be a friend. <laughs> given that the players roll one dice for initiative, how does Spirit of the Fray work? Do you add ten automatically?
0: Yes. Okay. Like, there there's a, there's a. Yeah. Um, I will give away, and this is kind of a spoiler for an upcoming book. Like, I actually worked on it. Recently, and I know we have not discussed this. so This is exclusive to you guys too, because it hasn't been relevant yet. Mm-hmm. You know, you get your specialties at four in a you know four dots in a thing, and um there are two stats who um, I have made specialties that will up your initiative rating by one. Really? Hmm. Yep.
5: Oh, that's neat.
0: You know, you don't get to you don't get. To, um, we're not, we're not going to talk about it on air right okay, now, but fair. you know, so instead of you know your your tens count mm-hmm. instead of that. You're sacrificing a specialty like that in exchange for an extra one tier, passive to your tier initiative.
1: That's, that's cool. Neat. That,
2: but, that's
0: different. But, but yeah. you know, so fresh in the game that it's not relevant yet. Right. So, which is why we haven't gone over it.
1: All right. So, it's, yeah, that was a pretty easy answer. Thanks, Melissa, for the question. It's Melissa. Melissa. Melissa? <laughs> All right. Paralyzer says, which fate is worse, to be Fomoride or to be Gould?
0: Well, I think that this is a fun one. I think this this is pretty obvious. Being ghoul is worse because then you have to play vampire. <laughs> Let's play Dracula's. Yeah, you do. You have to be Dracula's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 and, and
4: and the gold book is nowhere near as cool as the Freak Legion book. I'll be honest.
0: See, the like- Freak Legion just sounds better.
2: Yeah, but when you're femoride, yeah, a- you're fully possessed. You don't have control of that anymore.
0: No, but you're you're not in control of yourself in Werewolf the Apocalypse, and not in Umpire the Masquerade. Okay,
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that. I guess <laughs> <laughs> Tracer Smith says, "Can you break down your rules on banking rage? I remember it being covered before, but I have gotten, but I have forgotten the details. Was it covered before? I know
2: I've been he's hesitant
3: about, about this." Is he ex- ex- talking about the you know exploding uh, rage point or whatever it's called? Like he, he's popping, talking about banking rage. a
2: rage um,
0: in between turns.
3: Oh. Uh,
2: I think that's what uh, he's asking. Yeah, he's asking yeah. about
0: the combat system, about rage. And, and you know, the, um, the rage banking is a big part of my combat system. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> Do we? I, see, I don't know. Yeah. Because there's there's a book. <laughs> in the works. <laughs> yeah. And like I feel like if I, I I I would love to talk about it. I've talked about it a little bit here and there.
1: So can we do it vaguely enough where it's not gonna ruin anything?
0: Uh shit. So Um, I, I guess the I can say comfortably, I think without giving too much ways, is is it's a system of gambling a rage point in exchange for being able to take defensive action. And this cuts out the splitting of dice pools, which is a pain in the ass and sometimes can be Taking, Very confusing. And people could take advantage of that. But also, um, it eliminates the question, can I dodge? Yeah.
1: Mm. No, you
0: can't. Do you, well, you already know the answer. Did you did you bank a rage? Then you have the answer. And if you didn't, no, you can't. <laughs> I, I found that was a question that got asked and would waylay the game. Far too many times. Yep. Constantly, I'm sure. So mm-hmm. we develop a system where we cut out that middleman, you know the answer. And again, with my combat system, which again, so we can't get into, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of it is about uh, giving players freedom to be really creative and rewarding the creativity. That sound about right to uh, CJ and Mouse sound about right to you guys?
3: Yeah, that's about right.
4: Yeah. It's a fun little potential interrupt to cause some really interesting scenes to happen where you could potentially save somebody's life or if a botch rolls could make it even worse.
0: Right. And it's worth noting, actually, and I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gush about this a little bit. Both uh, Melissa and CJ have adapted my combat system into their games. That's correct, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Like it's they liked it enough. They're doing it.
1: I mean, it's it's far enough away from the original combat system, but at the same time,
2: it's also not.
1: It's a smoother flow.
2: It's a simplified version, but it's a lot yeah. more cinematic. Yeah.
3: Well, it, it's not just that. It's time too. Because the combat system in the World of Darkness is very clunky indeed. Before I started playing Porter's Game, I was finding that when I was running, we'd have players who were taking three, four turns by splitting their dice pool. Now, we can't, we know we can't do that on a rage action. That's in the rules and that's not happening. But what they were doing is they were spending, say, They were splitting their dice pool three times because they knew they had enough and um, three, four times at least. And then on top of that, taking rage actions. So combat was taking forever for something that should have taken minutes. And when I started thinking more seriously about, I've been constantly thinking about changing the rules for combat, coming across Porter's system and it makes a hundred times more sense and I'm not doing this to kind of give Porter a, I want more XP or anything like that but
0: <laughs> I cannot be bought
3: <laughs> but it does make more sense, now I'm going to be running Changeling, I don't know how that's going to work in Changeling
0: oh, I, 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 Changeling
3: I it's you, a different ball of wax, but no, I if agree. I ever go return to playing uh, or to running Werewolf again I am definitely going to institute it from the very beginning
1: yeah, we said it. it's a simplified, it's an easier uh, flow, and it's faster, and it's more uh, cinematic. Uh, so yeah.
0: that's how I. I mean, that was the the thought process behind it. And I, I bring up, I bring, I brought CJ and Mel into that because, like, I know they did that. And for me, you know, I had never shared my combat system with some, with you know, other storytellers before. Mm-hmm. So to have a couple of storytellers that I know and respect go, that's awesome, and I'm taking it. Can I use that for my games? That was a huge, you know, for me that was a big honor.
3: Yeah. Not only that, but, but, it's, but so. it's good. It's good. I've been playing with different systems uh, or different options for years. This isn't something just I've just decided randomly. I've been trying to make it better for years, and you just managed in one game to <laughs> completely. Well, it took
0: me longer than a game to get the system down, but.
3: You've been kind (laughs) of
1: tweaking the system a little bit here and there for almost years now.
0: Oh, for a long time, because nothing's perfect and you run into a situation you didn't think of or whatever. But yeah, but. So there's certain gifts that'll definitely waylay the system a little bit with
1: the way they work, but you have to tweak them. Yeah, you
2: tweak it and you make it work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a case by case situation,
3: too. Yeah, and hence why I asked about the spirit of the fray for a friend.
0: Yeah, for a friend, not (laughs) totally. For a friend. But yeah, you had that right on the money. You know, that's exactly what I do. With spirit of the fray just adds 10. That person goes first, unless there's another person with spirit of the fray, and then you get to do the stupid bidding more. <laughs> <laughs> then just you two roll against each other. All right? Yeah. And, but then again, that's why also with the two specialties, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some people are faster than others. Right. And if you make it a specialty, now you have to choose whether or not you're going for that speed over something like lightning reflexes or... Mm-hmm. You know, a specialty that could maybe help in combat or help somewhere else. You know, it's it's like a talent point, if you will. I mean, but that's yeah. what kind of specialties are. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: Not but, only that, but like we look at, you know, CJML who have adapted the system and, and use it. where there, It's got to be like a nice validation for you.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's a fucking right. honor. I'm like, I'm thrilled about it. But I mean, and, and I think we should probably move on from there because I'll right. just start talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not supposed to because, uh, yeah, there's. there might be a book coming out pretty soon that okay. details that system properly.
1: All right. Then the next question from Magnus. Do you script out each episode to make sure you end on a cliffhanger? How many sessions do you record at a time, and is there any plan on making the episodes longer?
0: Okay. There's a lot
1: to unpack there.
0: I like that quest- question. I mm-hmm. like those, though. Um, we'll no, start, I don't.
1: Start off with do script I? each episode to make sure you end on a cliffhanger. <laughs> Okay. I No.
0: Like I said, I, I try not to do anything differently in my process with the the show in mind, but I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about it a little. I, I try not to do it that way. We've gotten lucky, that's for sure. There's been yeah, quite a few there's times. There's been coincidences.
2: We were like, that's a perfect ending and click. <laughs> and and
0: really that's behind the scenes how that happens to get to you guys in the show. I don't plan, you know, I'm not I'm not writing four mini stories. For one session, right, and, and to answer the question with the sessions, you know, uh, we we sit down like about once a month and we do a story. Chapter one was one session. Chapter two was one session. Chapter three was one session. That's how that works, and we cut those
1: accordingly. Yeah, you know, chapter one, yeah, there was only two parts, and, but but that's just y- how long that it took us to record.
2: It one the one, intro in the we, one day. Yeah. that was the one where we threw him off on which route we went. So. Right. Like, there was way
0: more story to that. You guys just, just fucking me over. It. We shoehorst <laughs> <the> a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, then, and then we looked, chapter two, chapter three, both had three parts. But, again, that was, we started recording, and that's just how long that story took that day.
0: Right. You know, and we made cuts in recording, but for file size, and, you know, it's been enough time, let's chop these files up. Right. Because we know we're breaking them apart, but. Yeah, I don't plan two, one, two, 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 three in advance. No. I just it's chapter two, and it's going to get cut in uh, hour, hour and a half sections. As far as longer episodes, I think right now we have no plans of doing that.
1: It's difficult. One, you said it was it's file size, right? And two, it's where does it make sense for us in the story? Also, editing, editing is a pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> well, and then here's the other thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's um most people. I'm assuming, I don't, I don't know your life story. Uh, I assume most people don't have time to sift through a four or five-hour story.
1: No way. That you would know? take
0: forever. Right, like you're not going to listen to that five. There's like maybe ten of you who have the time to sit there and would rather have all of chapter three in one file, but I think most of our audience doesn't have time to listen to that, so it was a decision we made to stick to between an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm long episode, you know, somewhere in that around the same length of a normal episode because everyone, you guys already listened to a normal size episode. So we know you have time for that.
1: And we made that decision back when we first started the podcast and we were going half hour, 45 minutes. And then like, okay, this is,
0: well, we had that poll way in the beginning. Right. And I think, I don't remember how many people answered it, but we asked, you know, how long and everyone, but one person said, talk as long as you want, we're going to be here. And then one person was like, 35 minutes and nothing more. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, well.
1: (laughs) The one person. It was
0: really was one person. Everyone else said, just do whatever you want. We love it. (laughs) Which was very nice.
1: Yeah. But again, it's what makes sense for us. Right. And
0: I don't, I would rather, like, look, you can go to the YouTube channel. mm -hmm. And we have a playlist just of those. If you're working Apple Podcasts, and I know a lot of you don't, but I also know that statistically that's the largest venue. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you're downloading those like I do with my podcasts, you can do them by name. And that's why we numbered, we did them differently. Right. So you could just order them by name and boom, there's the RP series. You can listen to them right like that. So you can, if you want to, we gave you avenues to just hear the actual plays in a big chunk, but we're not... I don't want to do a three-hour episode that someone's going to have to take a week to listen to.
4: You're right. No, I agree. It, yeah. It's it's going to yeah. ruin
0: the pacing. It's going to ruin... You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to
4: get through that. Probably not. Then there's also the timing for us, I'd say. You know, getting two episodes out of a session a month, by the time, you know, those two episodes go out, it's game time again. Mm. And then that's, you know, we got to play the game. Danny's got to then start editing the game. So, like, in the next week the next episode's out and it would just be a never ending cycle for Danny there.
0: No, it's true. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie like behind the scenes. We, we had discussed how beneficial it is for us in our workload mm-hmm. to do the other, every other week format, because now we're only responsible for half as many standard episodes a year. And that really cuts the pressure off of us in, in time of like, you talk about editing and prep like, work too. and research and yeah.
4: You know, if like a particular episode gets cursed, and is lost, well, you now have at least two others that you can fill that slot with.
0: Right, and yeah, that's true, too. With emergencies, we could just do two weeks in a row of wherever guy takes us, because shit happens, or vice versa. But yeah. There's a production factor, too, yes. <laughs>
1: Fingers crossed that never fucking happens. Oh. But. Yeah, yeah,
2: CJ better knock on wood. He put that out into the world <laughs> <laughs> with the cursed episodes.
1: All right, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then this one's from Derp. Is the town around which the pack currently is secretly controlled by a wild cult?
0: I'm just gonna say no. That's it. Just gonna leave it there. Like, yeah, I'm, no. I'm just gonna say no. Like, I'd imagine if something was con- like, what is a, like, a, isn't a cult kind of organized for the wild?
2: <laughs> it's a little too organized right? for the wild.
0: Like, I'd imagine yeah. if it was like a wild-controlled town, everyone would be running around in like various <laughs> degrees of clothing, and none of that clothing would match. And, yeah. like, things would just be blowing up. And Post-apocalyptic. It would be a, a little Michael bit, Bay yeah. movie. It would. Oh.
4: It would be like a Weaver sponsored demolition derby. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: I want to see that now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but even if it was, you have to turn in to find out.
0: Yeah, like, what, what is going on with the town is something that you'll find out in the future. Or slowly Maybe. as we go on.
4: The answer might be no. We can always change that.
0: I mean, I won't, but it's it's definitely not a wild cult.
1: Well, there's a (laughs) few more from Derp here. So the next one would be, what's the likelihood of there being any other supernaturals from other game lines making an appearance?
0: How do you know there haven't been already? We don't. Ooh.
3: We have no clue.
0: So I guess the answer is... Classic um,
2: red herring Porter. Yes.
3: Uh, (laughs) Listen and find out.
0: Yep, that's the answer. (laughs) Every other Tuesday. In fact, every there's tune in every Tuesday. What's wrong with you?
3: <laughs> yeah, see?
1: <laughs> and then lastly, if a tree gorgon falls in the woods, but no one's around to see or hear it, does it really make a sound?
3: I would think it makes an oof sound. Well,
2: that's if that's if he falls in Canada.
4: I mean <laughs> <laughs> well, <sorry. laughs> I'd imagine it grows legs and walks away. Yeah. Good.
0: Those are good answers. That's, that's,
1: that's, that's, it, that's it. That's all I'm not going to bother.
0: I am Groot.
1: That was actually pretty good. Thank you. That was actually.
2: Almost sounded like a soundbite. <laughs> it's not. No. Can be.
0: He lost his notes.
1: That's fine. I think
0: that page was done anyway.
1: Yeah, that was the end of that page.
0: Yeah, we, we did a fun full disclosure because so we went through all those questions. And again, thank you guys so much for sending those in. And I, I organized them from people who just had one question or maybe a multi-part question. Mm-hmm. And then we had some people who just flooded us with questions, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> but now the, those are done in different sections now. So we're yeah. past the...
1: <laughs> well, almost. We're at the next part. So, because we do have a, a few more from... This is... These are from Aegisandro.
0: See, it's more than one though. Sections. See?
1: This first one says, I, I love these episodes. I noticed Porter never established a difficulty, but everyone knew their successes. Is that established off-camera, or by now the standard diff 6 was used?
0: Yeah, it's standard diff. Yeah, if, so, not, if not specifically said, it's standard diff.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, if, if he doesn't say what the diff is when we roll, we know it's 6. doesn't matter what we're rolling at that point. Right. Then the next one from Aegis is, As far as I know, the first time Porter, Danny, and Tommy role-playing with other people, how is this experience? And would you play or narrate in other games after the experience of this one?
2: I mean, we've played with other people, but that was all in online. person, but not yeah. online. So Yeah,
1: that's the only difference. It's, it's because we're playing online.
2: And we're recording this. Yeah,
1: and recording it, yeah, which we talked about in the beginning. So,
2: so we jumped two big hoops
1: there. And a lot of it's like interactions. Like, if we're around this table, we can tell some of their interactions because we're, we're doing that live. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy to do with CJML because we're recording. It's over the internet. They don't really see some of our... You yeah, know. the physical. Yeah.
2: Because I know a lot, of, a lot of times in our older games, when it's around the table, we would do physical interactions. Like if someone's having a rough time, they would ball up and they would sit there and rock. I know you did a few things oh, where yeah. you put your hood up and you were rocking because... You had issues. Mm-hmm. And it's just <laughs> <Thanks>. issues, <laughs> issues in the game. Yeah, you know, that's I know. the thing. I'm it's, it's at it. you are doing physical interaction, and that's the the biggest hurdle for us. I guess I should say is now we have to emote that some way somehow vo- through our voice instead of right. So it makes mm-hmm. it a little more. I, I miss the physical part of it. I do miss that.
3: I agree. To be honest, that's why I have put my camera on. I would never put my camera on. But I felt that you needed to see my face expression or some physical gestures as I can see on your end when something comes up that needs to, yes, because normally I would hide behind my screen.
1: Then the <laughs> next set of questions, these are from Business Casual Arsonist. I love yeah. the name. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Arsonist, I love your name. <laughs> <Just> business Casual. <laughs> Why did no one make the... Obvious puppy-in-the-van joke?
4: I mean, we made the kids in the van with the old guy and candy.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we did make the joke. <laughs> it was just, it just other wasn't ways wasn't around puppies. it.
2: Yeah, it just wasn't puppies. It was <laughs> still candy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we made it an attempt at a joke. <laughs> Given that this is in the 90s, how likely are we to see butterfly hair clips and inflatable furniture?
0: Uh, you know, 50-50, but I'll tell you right now. There um, will be a beanbag. If they, if they do show up, that's for you, buddy. I do have an NPC who may or may not arrive who um, looks just like Joey Lawrence. Perfect. So. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> there, there will be some hair clips. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm telling you, I'm going to walk into a room one of these times, and he's going to specifically say there's a beanbag chair. Probably. <laughs>
1: so. I had a big one in the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> and this is obviously from a certain part in the story, but is leg pregnant?
0: I, I love how that was phrased. <laughs> is leg pregnant?
1: <laughs> Which, I think the next episode after that, yes. yeah, no, It, 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 it was, was answered, so. <laughs> you have a pregnant leg, I think, was the exact words.
0: <laughs> Which, in the end, was another part I was pretty proud of. That was
1: a good scene for cutting that open.
2: It
4: was not right very good bed. scene. <laughs> yep. Just the, like, idea of Cassie going to the back of a diner. The, yeah, it's the diner's restroom to perform. I'm not even going to say
0: surgery.
3: No, it, was, it wasn't even surgery. It was just cut leg open and see what happens.
0: I, I like the moment where there's, well, can can you help? It's like, yeah, I'll just follow the teenage girl into the bathroom in front of all of these people.
2: That is such a
5: good answer.
0: Right? No one will suspect a thing. No, of course not.
1: Oh boy! All right, and now we have a pretty good sized list from Andre. Thanks, someone, Andre. Some would say huge, huge, <laughs> huge. Do you feel like you are playing your characters differently, considering that these are your second characters, and obviously yeah, probably that's second? That's to us, to us, me and Tom here. I'm trying. i I've, I've probably
2: you've gotten better. You struggled at first.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I won't even say probably. I know I did it where I would. Combine the two and act as Jaeger instead of Ricochet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I have caught myself mentally. I haven't, I don't think I've done it yet, but I've caught myself mentally many times where I've wanted to do the ghost thing mm-hmm. and I couldn't because this isn't ghost. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've caught myself a few times, but I don't think I've made the mistake yet. I feel like I'm playing this character the way I wanted to, but I could definitely be a little more sassy. And there's time for growth. Yeah,
1: so, and then, yeah, that's what yeah. we're working on.
4: Luckily enough, my characters have been drastically different enough that there's no real risk of blending so much, but it's just getting out of the forever ST mindset and back into the mindset of a player.
0: Well, and uh, your your character, CJ, that's something, and I feel like there's a question later that this is better, Mm -hmm. but we're going to... Put a pin in it. We're going to pin in that, that. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mel, anything from you? Is this Uh, your, what, 10th character?
3: This is... Yeah, no... Not even. Uh, this is. <laughs> I have been playing since like Werewolf started, first published, and uh, this has got to be my. Oh, I couldn't even tell you how many Werewolf characters I've had over the years, but I chose this tribe specifically for Porter.
0: Ooh. That's sweet. That's nice of you.
3: <laughs>
0: She's like, how can I irritate him the most? <laughs> But then, luckily, she didn't do the worst one.
3: <laughs> no, I tried. To, I tried to show you that all black Furies are not, you know, man-hating.
0: Yeah, but I never, I never legitimately suggested that they were. <laughs> See, now you're giving <laughs> now, now mean, you're giving me a I, bad name because no, people are going to take that and run.
3: No, 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 no. I'm no, I'm just putting it out there in the universe that it is possible to play a black Fury who actually cares about people.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
4: showing people another side of the Black Series.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no one here said otherwise.
4: Ever. Yeah. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. No, no, no. Not at all. No. No, I just I just need that super because again, people nope. will hear the version of that they want to hear. And run with it. And yeah, suddenly no, I no. punched twelve women.
3: Melissa says <laughs> I chose this this tribe specifically for Porter because I I did the, the, the podcast with Porter and Danny. I can't remember if Tom was involved in it. I was not. About the Black Furies yeah. and I enjoyed. That was my first ever podcast with with these guys, and that's why I wanted to play a Black, a Black Fury. But yeah, with Porter in mind. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: and it was a great episode. And we was, it was we talked episode. about it. And it was we were just, glad to have you on that one. Yeah, I think our quarrels with that was the Tribe book specifically, not with oh, yeah. how people play it.
2: It's just yeah, the way that book is written. It's written. Yeah. In, the, in the way that it, it's painting the tribe that way. so
0: yeah. It, yeah, it's one of those like the Charlie Guy book where it's like the book does not do them in, the tribe any favors. Not no. at all.
1: Anyway. So next one from Andre. What's the role where Porter asks for odds or evens?
0: Oh, it's a good one. Yes. I guess behind the scenes, you know, behind the screen, rather, is the, the shit happens role.
2: It's Put the best it way, way. <laughs> of putting it. Though. No, it is. <laughs> it is the best way of putting it.
0: it. It's the crazy random happenstance kind of role. Um, it because, could go
2: one way. It could go the other. So right.
0: And And so I go odds or evens to see if it's a positive or negative outcome. And then I allow someone around the table to decide that outcome, not knowing what the fuck they're going with. And this is a way kind of to absolve myself. I'm not picking on anyone because I didn't choose the outcome. I rolled a die. <laughs> and let you choose the outcome. It, it's it's like a, you know, it's an extra barrier to keep it random happenstance. Keep it more organic. Right. Did you trip over, you know, a root in the woods? That's something that could randomly happen because you weren't paying attention. Boom. If you're in a big battle scene, did you get hit with an arrow or a stray bullet? That shit can happen. Odds or evens. You did or you didn't.
1: I, I like it that way because, again, you're You're not like double f- blind. Right. There you go. You're not forcing yourself to move the story in a certain direction. You're letting the story happen. So you have two possible outcomes. You just don't know which one to use. Let the die decide. Right. Next one from Andre would be: Was the meat hook in the forest a Dead by Daylight reference?
0: No. I get where you, yeah, you know. I get where that comes, from, but no, no. You could see why. No, I could. It just it dawned on me that if this was something that was going to be um, multiple occasion, that would be practical mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Said. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get further keeping, into that. Keeping
2: its food cleaner by not being on the ground.
1: Sure. Tom.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Well, you know, a branch could break. It's true. Especially with the way that thing was. So it was my way of letting you know that this was not an isolated incident.
1: All right. Then the next question, and I, it's kind of like a two party here. Why a monkey gecko monster, and what inspired you when you created it? It has kind of like a xenomorph feeling to it, at least for me, speaking for Roger
0: yeah, no No, you no, know, I want to talk about the cedar. You know, that is an original creation. Obviously, i are not going to find that in a book. I was inspired. I was listening to uh, a lot of creepypasta, a lot of true crime, um, which has been kind of my MO for this game. There are other themes, too, but I don't want to get into those because I don't want to... Don't set like you guys afloat. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the original Inspirato was a creepy pasta called um, this. I think it was called the Seed Eater, oh. and um, so the similarities are the name and the fact that it um, enthralls people to feed it, and that oh. was the end. But so I looked at that and I said, okay, well, if I'm turning this into a gorgon, first of all, I want to play up the organics. Oh, big time. So. You know, I decided I mean, like I didn't understand where the seed part of this thing's name came from. So when I decided to keep the name the cedar, that's <laughs> where I came up with the uh, the idea of it doesn't give you know, it doesn't mate. <laughs> it plants. So I went the whole really? plant route, and then the idea with the like the pineapple skin was that I thought it would be a great idea to, to have those be little seed packets. <laughs> So mm. it's like it's pollinating.
1: So fucking weird.
2: You know, so like
0: it scratches you when the Yum. seeds from those scales get into your body and that's how it happens. So creepy. It's
5: so weird. Yeah. hmm
0: And then, you know, I just, I thought that that kind of triangular head of the gecko attached to like that powerful fucking, you know, that, you know, <laughs> so I just thought that was neat. And so that was the cedar.
1: Next question from Andre is, how did Ricochet's previous pack die? Obviously... Just specifically for me here. Part of my backstory was that the previous pack was just four other cubs thrown in their rite of passage. And in that rite of passage, they were, they succeeded, but then they were ambushed by spirals and he was the only one to survive. So I guess just a long story short, because again, that's the backstory, but that's, that's how they died. They were, they were ambushed and. Ricochet's mentor came and saved him, but only enough time to save him and nobody else. And there's nothing anyone else can say to that question, because it was geared specifically for me. Then, the next question is, does the pack come from the same sept, or cairn, or from different ones?
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, No, they came from different spots and were drawn together to a central location where they met falling leaf. That's it.
2: Due to our visions. Yep.
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Also, I get to throw in on thanks for listening to the podcast, and it's been a while since we've been able to do that. That's so. true. And
1: the last one from Andre, your character has to 1v1 an NPC from any game that you've been a part of. Which are you choosing and who would win? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Girl on the table? Sure. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is if I would make them same rank, same strength, I would I, I think I would go Jaeger versus Ricochet. Jaeger would fuck him up. I know Jaeger would fuck him up, but I think <laughs> it would
0: be cool as hell. Fuck him up with one hand. tied to. Oops. Oh <laughs>
1: bummer. But
0: well, yeah, he, but he still
2: probably would. Even oh, he would be the missing the arm. arm so. well, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> even even with his not missing arm, he still have the the sword and his teeth. He just <laughs> like mess him up. He'd still mess him up.
1: I, I, but again, you're you're looking at. I'm looking at same rank, same strength, like even odds here.
2: All right, so rank five. So you have that one gift.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm not even looking at gifts. I just think them like sparring with each other kind of thing. And Jaeger would still fuck them up. Oh, fuck
4: yeah. Would. Yeah. Pseech. It's a hard one considering the amount of games that I've actually been in. So I'm just going to go for a classic Philodox fight. Night Fang versus one of Ghostfall's NPC's, uh Smiles at the Stars. Another Stargazer Philodox was almost a child of Gaia with how much of a pacifist he was at times so I would love to see him actually fight
0: or maybe he wouldn't and you just want the easy W
3: <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Uh,
3: everybody knows I'm a huge get a Fenris fan so I would have to choose Go things first like, against my character and my character would die she would lie down and honorably die
0: that's fair Awesome, but though. it
3: would be such an honor to die at his hands.
4: <laughs> would she get an autograph first?
3: Yes, absolutely. Just carve it to my flesh.
0: I was just going to say that. <laughs> I think that part's <laughs> going to happen anyway.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: I had answered this off air, but I'm going to change it now. Because I think it would be more beneficial to the character to fight this person. And it's going to be Segment Rainmaker.
3: Oh, yeah. Hey, that oh,
2: wouldn't go well. No, it wouldn't, but it'd be beneficial to the character because he might learn a thing.
0: See, it's funny you say that because I hadn't even considered this question until right now, mm-hmm. and now I know the answer is, and this was before you said it, okay? <laughs> so I didn't steal from you. Okay. Would be Farfour in Segment. Oh.
5: Holy shit. Like you, you guys
0: ain't seen much of him yet, but I am very fond of Farfour, and I, I think that would be some brutal fucking sell some tickets to shit.
2: That's that's another reason why because Sekmet would just destroy me. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. Oh yeah, it doesn't a, that's even matter a, that, for the same rank. That's He's, a two hit fight. That's he that's, hits you, you hit the ground. That, that, yep. <laughs> but I think he'd learn a thing and he'd be humbled by another strider. <laughs> okay.
0: <Yeah. laughs> I don't know if I've heard those two words like Sekmet and humble in the yeah, same I mean, sentence.
1: I, I, you, you said pummeled wrong.
2: Oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah. You got a point. Are <laughs> there any? Uh, NPCs that you would think of, other than what you just said, you got you got a whole lot new ones in this game. So. I do,
0: but we get a whole lot of questions. Uh, fair so enough. All I right. think Far Four vs. is enough of a fucking. I'd pay money to see that.
1: <laughs> all right, then we have a another set from Drake. At this point, how far from their first change are the characters? Not, not very far at all. Not very less far than a all.
0: month. Like a. Probably aggressively less than a month, yeah, but
1: probably a couple weeks. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, they're still green, still wet behind the ears.
1: How long have they been Garu? Well, then at mm-hmm.
2: that point,
0: yeah. That's a the few same more question, question. Yeah, that's
5: a question. Yeah. A few more weeks. A
2: few
1: more weeks. Are you guys actually a pack yet? Or just a group working together?
0: Well, technically, you guys are still a group working together. That, uh, coming soon, though. Yeah, you can't yeah. stay in a pack there. without a yeah. totem. So that that might be the premise of chapter four. Who knows?
5: <laughs>
1: well, hey. So, yeah, that's the answer. We're, we're just a group working together because we, we don't have a pack name. We don't have a totem yet. As and far as this. We don't wait, even go.
3: work together.
0: That's no, it's yeah. true. It's like <laughs> three quarters of the time. That said, you guys do have a pack name. We just aren't saying it yet because you don't have it in game. Yeah, it's just, right.
5: I was I'm, I'm excited
0: for that for that reveal, though. That's going to be fun. That's, yeah, it's going to be fun. Very fond of it. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy about it.
1: All right. Next one from Drake. Will we ever have access to seeing character sheets for the PCs so we can see the gift names, the merits, the specialties, and all those like? And if so, where will they be posted?
0: We, we have been talking about
2: this. Mm-hmm. We're on the fence.
0: Yeah. There's a version where, um, and you know, it might end up on the forms. The sheets themselves might end up on the forms anyway. I have been planning to, but have not found the time slash motivation to create an extra section of the website dedicated to the game. So that's where a lot of the information about, you know, setting and PCs, shit like that. You know, someone wants to come in and get the quick, but again, time and motivation, time, time's the biggest and and like, motivation hated. and time and time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's crazy thing
0: is that's, we don't
1: have a lot of
2: time. It's a
0: lot of work. <laughs>
1: He's still writing a story, so
2: Like maybe, and I, yeah, yeah, like
0: we got shit to do in our days. I I want to do it. We'll see. <laughs> this is the hope.
1: Then to piggyback off that, will we get a basic breakdown of the reoccurring NPCs as they show?
0: I just said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, would, it would be on that fictional yeah. website section.
1: <laughs> well, again, I'm just reading the questions. No, okay, let's no, I was piggybacking off that. Yeah. So, and then lastly from Drake, I'm assuming the guy in the wolf mask wasn't just some guy considering how hard he was to take down so what was going on there was he a gorgon as well or someone possessed or maybe enthralled and empowered in some way
0: see I, I can just answer that that's not big time spoilers it's just uh, it was a gorehound you know <laughs> like I mean <laughs> I know this group I'm like I'm sure all of like these you know your, your characters don't know that because they don't know what a gorehound is but right. like there's no, there's no way that you guys didn't go yeah. that's just a gorehound that's fine yeah <laughs> that's,
2: that's why when I was attacking it I had to gradually attack it because I couldn't I, I knew what it was but right I yeah, we, had to, like it was pretty on the nose I had to play it off like I don't know what that is yeah I
1: was see that' that's the bigger part we were trying to play it off as the characters who had no fucking clue mm-hmm. but we do well
2: obviously it came through though because the question was asked so we came right through properly which that's good uh-huh. good
1: good on us.
0: Yeah. I figure that's a kind of question. It's not really a spoiler because either either you already knew what it was or you didn't. But knowing what it is doesn't damage. It's not a spoiler for anything, right? So, yeah, yeah, especially
1: now because it's already released,
0: right? Yeah, so yep. yeah, just a type of fanware known as a gorehound It was a dude. Yep, a Just yeah,
4: but <laughs> he's right. not a ghoul, so he got the better end of that deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the wolf mask was just for flourish.
1: All right, then. From Spins the Black Circle. In episode two, my question is motivation. I understand what the Black Fury might be interested in following and stopping the human, especially one that's killing females, but what motivation would someone like Nightfang, for example, care about humans killing one another, and enough care to risk themselves for one? I would have trouble finding any motivation to help humans, even if they were hurting each other, because of werewolf mentality.
4: And... That last part is definitely something to consider, but once again, as we've covered, this guy's Nightfang's only been a werewolf for like a month at most.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. We're we're still very fresh Garu here. We still have human mentality
4: to compete with. Yeah, and Nightfang specifically was thinking, you know, hey, here's this guy, he's coming out here, hanging up these bodies, killing these kids. It's a fucking kid. I need to stop this and going after that guy would be the fastest way to stop it because he, at the time he didn't know about the cedar.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he specifically says for episode two. So which would be like yeah. chapter one, part two there. Right.
4: And if he gets to be the hero because he's keeping kids from being murdered, Oh, that's bonus for him.
0: Well, and this was something that I wanted to bring up because, um, and I think this is the one to do it.
5: Yeah.
0: I don't remember now. I know we have more, like more, <laughs> But, um, you know, that was, that's, it's part of, uh, Nightfang's M.O. Same, same with the, the, um, I'm not even going to say deed name, because that shit's a code name. (laughs) You know, um, I know we had talked about it, so if I'm overstepping and please, I mean, it's your character, so you correct me if and when, right? Like, if I overstep, but. You know, you were absolutely going with that mentality, and it's something that I've talked about in the past. That you never see it is, you know, as a sixteen-year-old who could turn into a werewolf. This man thinks he's a superhero. Oh
5: yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, Nightfang is his code name. That is a royalty-free Nightwing,
0: right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did not put two and two together on that. Oh one. yeah, think about it. That's that's <laughs> yeah. not a
0: Garu name. That's a superhero name.
2: Yeah, I did not even put two to together. On I'm all. Nightfang
4: that <laughs> he's already getting shit for it and having some mild second thoughts. Which just goes back
1: to more character growth.
0: No, exactly. And oh, I think yeah. it's super cool. I love that he did. I love that CJ went that way because you never see it. And why don't you ever see that? Sure. The emotional maturity of a fucking 14-year-old or whatever mm-hmm. to learn that they can shift into a werewolf. A half of them hero. should be wearing capes when they're found. That's true.
4: <laughs> uh, has our shopping trip of the Salvation Army happened yet?
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. There's a reason why he went for the Batman shirt.
0: That's
5: fantastic. Oh, I, I didn't even think oh, about yeah. that.
1: None of us
0: got that. Devils like, in the details.
1: Geez. Nicely done, CJ. Right? You
0: got to tip, tip my hat to the man.
1: All right, then.
3: And I, go and ahead. I have to say, just as an aside, it wasn't the Black Fury didn't go after it because it was a female. She went after it because Cassie is, by and large, a protector of both male and female. And she's done that to Ricochet uh, when he needs money Um, (laughs) (laughs) or or something. She has a little bit of money and she would have happily paid for whatever he needs Uh, or because she's kind of sees Ricochet as, you know, someone she needs to kind of, you know, just look over. And she, she looks at that to all of them. And, you know, it's not that, it's because it's a female I, and I again I, I think that's kind of missing the mark on this, but it's definitely because it was a child protector
5: yeah yeah
3: she and that was in her background as well like extensively in her background that she was always protecting the other children in her foster homes to the point where she was looking like she was very aggressive and angry.
1: Uh, I respect the shit out of the decision for that character. Yeah all right. Then the last one from Spins the Black Circle, Healing, the scene of removing the bullets. Why dig them out? Wouldn't the werewolf ability just heal and regenerate and allow you to eject the bullets?
0: Well, again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, This is something (laughs) we've talked about a couple times, too, is, you know, um, according to whichever core book you're going to pick up. Yeah, that's not good enough for me. No, it's it's too it's, simple. It's
2: it's too simple, and it's just too it's too much of a cop out. It's easy. It's too easy,
0: yeah. right? You know, a, a major theme. You know, I mean, there's there's so many different directions and themes. You know, in werewolf, you could focus on, but something I choose to make sure is always somewhere in the periphery is that being a guy fucking sucks, <laughs> and part of that. Is yeah, having to dig buckshot out of your stomach because it's going to heal over that shit instead of popping it out. And you're just going to have a belly full of buckshot until you, until, you know, the, the urgency of having to perform a certain level of like battlefield surgery is important. The idea of if someone loses their leg, right? And you take that leg and put it next to the, next to the stump and use mother's touch and they're going to be all right. I mean, that's how that works mechanically.
1: It's it's a cop-out thing,
0: though. Right, but see, in my game, no, you have to set that, leg because otherwise, if you just put it next to it, yeah, it'll heal. But, like, it's going to heal wrong in Crooked, because the bone, you didn't match it up, you didn't line it up, you didn't sew anything together. So that mm-hmm. thing healed wrong. You got a weird, like, 90-degree angle in the middle of your fucking thigh, and when the battle's over, you're going to have to rebreak that or just be deformed.
1: You've said it. Uh, several occasions and in, in why you do this Mother's touch being a level one gift
0: oh it's so overpowered
1: It's so overpowered the ceiling's way too fucking high for it
0: I mm. mean seriously that'll cure your herpes Thanks <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I, see you made that personal you gave yourself away <laughs> you, but you, you know had you to say
1: your herpes though
0: It was the understood you you took it personally. But no, like you know, you get a severed arm, you get herpes. Both of mother's touch will take care of both of them. Fuck it, no big deal. And it's the same role, and it's just being a rank one gift. It's just
2: yeah. y- you got to make it a little more difficult, and
0: it puts more danger into the world where you don't have that magic touch that puts you back together again. In me knowing your stuff, I made sure I had dots in medicine. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's more interesting. I mean, we uh, let's go to the postmortems for a second. Kay. There was one that, it's or we've already gone over it, but there was a a, a particular job where some NPCs you guys were working with got shot up
5: oh, in yeah. a
0: very real way. Mm-hmm. And you're on a moving train in this scene, mm-hmm. right? And you're still being shot at.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they have silver bullets in them.
0: Right. Not you know, just regular yeah, bullets. Yeah, they, they're loaded with the hot shit, and you guys are pulling bullets out of someone's spine so you can then use Mother's Touch yeah. So you're not fusing the wound with a silver bullet, you know. It's going to constantly deal ag no matter what. Right. So I'm yeah, I'm the moving train being <laughs> shot at having to pull bullets out of somebody's body so you can save their lives. That's far more exciting than rolling Dex Med one time.
4: Cured. <laughs> and it's, uh, in my mind, it makes for great little scenes of character growth and development because, I mean, what's... What's going to bring a pack closer together than having to reach your arm in to pull Buckshot out of their stomach?
2: Yeah, we definitely grew closer that day. <laughs> and, you know, you
4: get those funny moments of here's your pack alpha laying down, had a silver bullet shot in his gut. His bait is pulling out the bullet, and he could just, you know, look to him and say, you could have bought me dinner first.
0: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Mel, I, I see you've, you've got something on the tip of your tongue.
3: I absolutely hate this. Like I'm sorry, like, that's fine. I, I love everything about your game. That is the one thing that I don't like, and that just annoys me to no end. And it's because maybe I've played just for so long, and you know, Mother's Touch is really other. Well, Grandmother's Touch is really the only two healing spells that you have in the game. And Mother's Touch, I don't consider it particularly overpowered. The difficulty is against the person's current rage right and that can be very i i i and there is an expenditure of gnosis that you know you have to give up a precious part of you to to heal but at the same time i just mm, yeah i i i I don't. I don't agree, but that's okay because I'm okay. It's okay for me to disagree on this one. No, it is. It uh, is I'm not, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the storyteller. I don't get to, to to make the rules. I just get to have to. I just play, but in my own game, I, I yeah. This is the only thing I don't use.
0: <laughs> you know, like I think it's a shame that you don't, but that's also fine because again, yeah, it's yeah. fine that we can disagree. You know, I I look back and I think I first came up with it. I'll keep this quick because I know we still got a lot of shit to cover. Um, I think back to When Will You Rage. And there was the story where, um, and I'm gonna spare all the details, but you know, there's the main character and he's driving the the other character, trying to get her help, you know, um, trying to get her to the hospital. He's got a he, he did a trake because she got hurt, you know, obviously. So he's trying to keep her alive. And it's like he could have just, by the rules, just used Mother's Touch and she would have been totally fine. And that all that scene, that the, all the tenseness of that scene in is just gone. Because yeah. you could just use Mother's Touch. Now, of course, you still can use Mother's Touch. You know, it it heals it. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Yeah, it, it it's
4: yeah. Or if it's just like regular bullets in your stomach, you could shift up to Glabro or whatever, and be fine for the fight. And then it's after the scene, yeah, that you need to do the emergency surgery. Most now that Silver,
0: yeah, Silver's a different a animal. Different
1: case. Yeah, and yeah, we look at the in chapter two, the end of chapter two with Lake Mel's leg. You had Mother's Touch done on the leg, so it healed around the seeds, the spudlings. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Which wouldn't have worked otherwise. Yeah, right. it just would have pushed them out. The
3: pre-spudlings. The, spudlings. <laughs> the pre-spudlings.
0: Yeah, the seeds. You got seeded. And then I messed with Danny about it.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I
1: loved, is you <laughs> messed with Danny. it. All right, then, go on. Next few are from You Can Call Me Ginger.
0: Yay, hey, Ginger.
1: What entity did you sacrifice to be able to get so many successes on all your dice? Mel. Mel. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you. You
2: have the this one is specifically you, for you. Lady. You have the crazy dice. I,
3: I I have really good dice that really like me. Did you? Rate I, them I actually they are metal. But I also use and I I can't. I'll show everybody. I do have the You're reproduction. Just werewolf dice yeah
0: which is awesome
3: yeah and these are the ones i use for most of the rolls. like i do have my my metal dice
0: see i I have um originals of those and they're part of the burial ground set so yeah
3: (laughs) i don't know what you're doing
0: different but
3: these are the reproduction and these are the ones i use to roll and they roll very well for me all the time and they're just plastic yeah, they're really good, and the other ones I have are some pretty purple ones.
0: And which ones do so you dip in orphan up. blood to get, to get the good rolls? <laughs> I,
3: I I don't know. Like last <laughs> yesterday when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, yeah, my rolls were crap as hell. Well, that's because you were playing so, Dungeons and Dragons
1: that's and you're using
2: werewolf right. dice at Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> right? And, I,
3: I I wasn't. I was using my my. Metal D twenties, but oh, okay. yeah, they were not rolling well. But yeah, no, I normally use the uh, the metal dice and uh, my reproduction dice. So
5: yeah. All right. All
3: right. Sorry, I don't <laughs> do fine. anything special. It's, it's, it's I don't do anything special. I roll them in my tray. But, right. yeah.
1: Ginger S next
0: question for Porter:
1: How did Falling Leaf at Twilight get created? Did you take one of those lovable sensei characters like Uncle Iro?
0: That's a that's a good question. God, I love Uncle Iroh. Oh, so do I. Uh, the The voice was 100% Uncle Iro, Master Splinter. And that's still where I'm going with it. You know, because with when you do the voices, you, you want them to be distinct. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be, like, accurate. Like It doesn't have to be a good Scottish accent. It just has to, <laughs> you can you know who's talking. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, I didn't want to lean into it, but then him and Far Four. A little too close. Yeah, it was the same. There was some crossover, so I'm leaning further into it. Um, but that's just the voice, obviously. I want the appearance of um the the kind of Uncle Iroh type character. But and and I will say that's it's clearly the trope, but I'm I'm leaning into the trope and so is he. And I can't say I don't want to say anything more than that. I know some of you have read you know, Falling Leaf at Twilight was part of the NPC of the month club, I think two month two or three months ago. By the time this airs two or three months ago. Okay. Yep. And so like Some of you here in front of microphones (laughs) know the score with Falling Leaf at Twilight. Mm -hmm. So I'm leaning into that trope, and so is he, and that's as far as I can say, and you'll learn more about him as you go.
1: That's fair. Then, a question for the pack. How did you feel when it turns out the monster you've been tracking and hunting was actually just a creature of the wild? Worm creatures, surely bad, but it seems not all wild forces create good things per se. Have you ever fought an adversary like this before in another game, perhaps? I never really thought about it. I remember doing it in-game. It was very, very quick, so I don't know if it even landed, but it was like, well, if it's not of the worm, why are we even bothering?
3: I have used the wild in my game for my players, and the one thing that the Book of the Wild tells you is the wild is not your friend, and it's a mistake to think that you know, the wild, it doesn't have its own agenda, and it really does. It's unchecked creation. And, yeah, no, this is just a good example of why the wild is not your friend. You know, it's as bad as anything. It has its own agenda.
2: To spread. more mm-hmm. spudlings. <laughs> Spuddling. <laughs> we I, I we I had to before. stop the potatoes, man.
1: And, yeah, like I said, I remember saying it in-game. It's like, why do we even bother if it's not of the worm? But at the same time, it is. It's... It's, knowing it's the wild and it was essentially taking these children.
2: It's still corrupting humanity. It yeah. still needed to be dealt with.
4: Uh-huh. It's definitely one of those things that from a character perspective, especially Nightfang, he's still too new to everything to even know what a Gorgon was until, you know, we encountered one and got a little bit of an info dump. But for the most part, yeah, no, it's doing bad things. Might as well put a stop to it. But at the same time, him learning it was of the wild and, like, surely this thing's got to be a worm. It did take him a couple minutes to rationalize those two together. Right. And so far, this is the first time I've actually come up against a creature of the wild in game. Uh, Look forward to using it a lot more.
1: <laughs> I can say for us, it, it's not the first time we encountered Gorgon, but it's the first time we've had to fight a Gorgon.
2: Say deal with one? Yeah.
0: yeah that's both. both of that's true. And, um, you know, and I want to you know, piggyback, obviously, uh, Melissa's 100% correct. You know, the wild is not your friend we've, we've talked about that too, but you know, the wild is not Gaia, the wild is not your friend. Mm-hmm.
2: It's the lesser of the right. three evils so. though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's
0: like it's the thing getting its ass kicked the hardest and that's why you're on its side, but it is not on your side. <laughs> I
1: like that. You're on its side. You're, it's not on your side. All right. Then the next one from ginger, since the pack is very food centric, <laughs> what are your favorite foods or what do you think your characters would enjoy eating the most? I'll say Ricochet, being a bonar, will take any burger he can get.
0: Oh, Tally's finest, uh, man. Hey,
1: whatever, it's a burger.
4: <laughs> <laughs> CJ?
5: Hmm,
4: I'm going to say Night Thing is definitely a uh, fajitas kind of guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mel? No? Uh,
3: Cassie's very much like Ricochet. She is, because of her her history, she'll take whatever she can get. Just
1: specifically a burger. Just
2: specifically a burger. burger,
3: Yeah, a burger, a sandwich, peanut butter and jelly, whatever. I mean, it's hard not to find a burger. Actually, it's a thing now. Peanut
2: butter is good on a burger.
1: I'm so afraid to try it. Dude, try it.
2: Don't talk to me.
3: me. I love peanut butter, though.
2: (laughs) You're both fired. (laughs) I love peanut butter.
0: We (laughs) are now taking auditions for the role of Ricochet and uh, Dante. These monsters want to put peanut butter on a burger.
3: Oh, I wouldn't put peanut butter on a burger either.
0: That's why you're not yeah, being replaced. That,
4: that's that's <laughs> some kind of heresy right there. I'm yeah, just going to say that now. It's
2: kind of knock it now. I'm not going to tell you try it. That's all I'm going to say. I will the right knock
0: time. you off a building. A burger, the all right, so the I so a Texan.
4: I so a Texan.
5: Peanut butter on a burger. <laughs> no go.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, Dante, it would eat anything. It doesn't matter. He's used to roaming. He's used to just eating whatever he can find. See, that's why you in particular should have a, an answer. Well, if I had... And I didn't...
0: That, shame on me for not asking it, really.
2: I mean, PC-wise, it's hard to think what exactly he would like personally it's burritos, but... <laughs>
4: yeah, it's good walking food. She's got a point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is actually pretty, pretty smart.
3: I suppose if Cassie had her dream meal, it would be something that she's never had, so probably, like, a really expensive... I, I, I I'd be like, cheesy, but you know, a really expensive steak, because she's probably never had that in her entire life.
0: That's a good answer.
1: Then the last one from Ginger. Hey, so this is not really a question, but if you all need a galliard, just hit me up sometime so somebody's got to sing your praises or rub your nose in your shortcomings. I already think about the tail of the itchy leg with side of spuds.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> it actually, I actually <laughs> have a response to that. <laughs> um
1: thanks ginger
0: oh no definitely thanks ginger but uh funnily enough this is something that we have discussed in the past and we're not ready to roll it out yet but this is coming down the line Mm
5: -hmm.
0: there will be times when there will be characters that show up temporarily and so we have talked about the idea of holding a little raffle for some of our high-end backers right to sit in on the games so you know what, Ginger? That's entirely possible. Or it
1: play a character free? this. Is, time yeah, in. this
0: is what we're saying. Yeah, to sit in as in the game, as these characters, a temporary spot. Yeah, for high-end backers. So when that, you know, when the story permits that, <réussi> y'all, y'all, y'all will hear about it. So maybe
3: that is totally cool.
0: I thought it would be pretty neat, right? Okay. If
3: I wasn't already part of the game, I would up my backing. So yeah.
1: Oh, that's what it would take to you get up your backing.
0: You're out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Then the last set of questions.
0: Oh, buddy.
1: And uh, I mean it's set, and I mean chunk. like yeah. um,
0: Thanks, buddy. Group. It's a page and a half. <laughs> I know it is. It is a page and a half of questions from our dear friend Ghostpaw.
1: Yep. These are all the rest of these are all gonna be from Ghostpaw.
0: <laughs> so thank you, man. We we asked and you, you delivered. delivered. little over-delivered, but I'm not mad at it. It's fine, yeah. It's like he's up at his tower-hucking rocks at us with notes on him. (laughs) Answer this now.
5: (laughs) All
1: right, first, Porter mentioned before that music is the biggest inspiration. What were you listening to for inspiration of this story, and what other inspiration did you take from?
0: Well, I'll I'll tell you what. I had started a playlist on uh, Spotify, and by the time this airs, I will post a link in the Discord. Okay, So like the actual, what I've been listening to well, but, um, you know, stuff like Pixies, Radiohead, a couple tracks from the heavy, some assorted tracks from different bands, you know, like the heavy, um, you know, maybe a little stones. And it's tricky sometimes, you know, cause you're like, Oh yeah, like painted, black. Well, you can't do painted black. Painted black is, is like, it's overused. You can't do that. But something like waiting for a friend, mm. but yeah, I'll actually have that list posted. So anyone who wants to listen to what I was listening to while I'm writing this chronicle,
1: You'll be able to. That's a cool place. Cool. That's a cool idea.
0: I think. Yeah,
2: our Discord is a cool place.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Then, where is this chronicle located besides Fire Lake? Because I know you.
0: It's in Kentucky.
1: So, the next question is is it a real place?
0: No. Kentucky's not real. It's just a myth. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Kentucky doesn't exist. <laughs> It's the mass hallucination.
0: It yeah, is. It's the Mandela effect.
3: <laughs> of an entire country.
0: There's, there's no, there's, that's a state. There's no Kentucky.
3: <laughs> this is not the Kentucky you are looking for. Nope.
0: <laughs> that, that's a place where they sell fried chicken and nothing else. <laughs> People just assumed it's a real place. Chicken bowl. Why don't you make a bowl out of chicken? It's just, just.
2: Anyway, next question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the story behind everyone's deed names? Which I guess we kind of answered in game, didn't we? It's
3: I mean, like, yeah, he, he
1: he did ask a lot of questions, but some of these were from like the very first episode. Mm-hmm. So, I vaguely mentioned it. I know that.
3: I know. I don't think I did, but I I could be wrong.
0: By the I mean, time
1: yeah, by the time this airs, mine's done. I was gonna there. say this yeah.
0: is this is just a chance a chance to do that real quick. <laughs> Doesn't he have heard, to be a meal.
1: Night thing. Night thing was kind of answering Yeah, the yeah we did. Yeah, we were <laughs> doing that one. Yeah. Well, uh, ricochet. I, I had the idea in mind that when his rage gets higher, I don't want to say that he changes form unnecessary, but he he does constantly shift back and forth, and it's it's to control the rage.
0: I was I was honestly hoping when it, in Inception that it was because he was always bouncing off the walls. Like mm-hmm. He had, like, super ADD. I, I had like that thingy. idea.
1: Yeah, you and I talked like about thingy. that, and it was kind of um, an idea thrown around, but I just, I wanted to make it more...
0: Yeah, it was it was your character, so yeah. ultimately it was your call. I was just really hoping to watch Danny bounce off the walls in character, <laughs> like, professionally. It, it just was fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to hold that very long. Which is so smart that you didn't do it. It just, you know, just in my heart, I was
2: hoping for that. Well, mine was, uh, I, th- I think I vaguely mentioned it, but uh, during my rite of passage in talking with the strider I was doing my passage with, uh, I'd mentioned how many people always died around me, and he gave me the deed name of Walks with Anubis, Walks with Death, and made me fuck off after that because he didn't want to die.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're hanging around you for what reason now?
0: I don't know. Maybe you might die. Good, good thing you didn't tell that story yet, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's a new bus this time. When you, when you Ooh, tell them, yeah, there we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like new mass transit. <laughs> Mel,
3: the Black Furies' rite of passage is a little different than than normal. So they go through challenges, and her last challenge was against Hippolyta, one of the Black Furies that saw her through the her rite of passage. And because she's a rag of ash, she became Hippolyta's shadow. All right. All right, yeah.
5: All right.
1: Then, what inspired each of the players to choose their auspices and tribes? Did you guys coordinate beforehand so no one would really overlap?
0: That's cool. That's another one that Mel already... like that. You already covered that one. What? I think we'll half at least half of it, right? right? I mean, she wanted
2: I think the, the Black, Black Fury cool. due to the...
3: Yeah. I, I wanted a Black Fury, I always go get a Fenris. In fact, I was, I had it all set up. I was going to be get a Fenris. I was going to be a theurge. I was going to be da, 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 da. And um, Tom said he wanted to be a theurge for the first time. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and then I was already playing a get a Fenris uh, Philodox. And I just didn't want to do it. Like I didn't want to have two games that were the same. So I'm like, okay, let's try something a little bit different. Let's get out of my wheelhouse. And I rarely play Ragabash. So I decided to play Black Fury Ragabash.
1: I think with me, it was, I wanted to go with the complete opposite of the get. So yeah, I went with Bonar. And I'm not really sure why. I just thought it was just a really cool idea because that, and you had mentioned, Porter, none of your players have ever played Bonar before. That's true. So I really wanted to try it out. And as far as Auspice goes, I was like, you know, I'm already going out of the wheelhouse as far as tribe. Let's try and stick a little bit in the wheelhouse when it comes to Auspice.
0: You wanted your safety net.
1: Mm-hmm. I hate saying it that way, but yeah, you're probably right. It's
0: your second character, man. There's no
3: shame in that. No, yeah. no there's
1: nothing wrong with that. But I, I absolutely wanted to make him very battle-centric, too. So that kind of, I don't want to say force, but it was definitely a factor in the decision.
0: See, and now, instead of Ricochet, because like, you know, he's always bouncing off the walls all ADD, it's because he's bouncing other people off the walls. Ooh. Don't give him that. <laughs> no, I want to give him that. I'm going <laughs> to give him that.
5: Thank you.
2: You're I appreciate welcome. Appreciate
1: that.
4: <laughs> CJ. For me, it was, whenever I was first thinking up a character for this, my gut reaction every time that I ever get the question of, hey, what character do you want to make? It's either a Shadow Lord or Silent Strider Thayerge, but seeing as we already had this the own there, it was like I don't want to double up there per se because while you can and still have an interesting story, it was Tom's first there, so I didn't want to step on any of those toes.
0: Yeah, you guys are so nice.
4: A little too. <laughs> and nice. then Shadow Lord. Yeah, but that's where I would have gone. Shadow Lord, and I was originally thinking Shadow Lord Philodox, but I've played a Shadow Lord before, and I almost went with a bow near uh, Aharon named Nobel because I ain't here Nobel.
0: Oh mm. shit! Oh, I love that.
4: But I had already made him as a character for another game in the meantime, so I went with like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go with something brand new to me, and that was the Stargazer Philodox.
5: I'm and stealing
4: the that superhero Batman angle came in with the whole idea of like Kylindo, Doe, the Philodox being the judge, justice, and going on that. Yeah, I am the night kick. <laughs> I am the night. I wear
0: a kick. <laughs> That's awesome. Nobel. I love. Seriously, I love that so hard. I'm sealing it. Sorry. <laughs> You're welcome. Look for your NPC <laughs> Thank in your you. future. <laughs> yeah, he might show up. Tom, What do you got?
2: Well, they most of you guys answered why I picked Thurge. Obviously, <laughs> uh, it's the, I, I wanted. You know, I wanted to really push my boundaries. I, I really want the spirits are so difficult to me. So I'm really trying to push my boundaries on that. And I'm really excited for that too. As yeah. we,
0: we'll unravel
2: that. That's like, I can't make you go time.
0: into the umbra. So <laughs> I know,
2: I know, I know, I know. We'll unravel that as it goes. That's, that's going to take some time. And I know it bothers Mel.
3: <laughs> I'm like oh my god why are we not going into the Umbro already like, like he's, he's nervous he doesn't know to how to drop, swim drop kick you into the Umbro
2: <laughs> and then uh, but, I, I picked Strider due to uh, in case there's any scheduling conflicts I mean that was the main reason sometimes I might not be able to make a game so there's an easy out for Porter I had a messenger mission just in case because I know my scheduling gets really rough come summertime Yep.
1: Well, we got to think, too. Remember, we had planned on doing this game starting just at the, not, not the beginning of summer, but mid-summer. That wasn't ready. When it wasn't, well, <laughs> one wasn't ready, and then we had planned the hiatus, so that pushed back a couple months already.
0: Oh, but, but again, I mean, that is ultimately the reason, is to, to mm-hmm. worry around, mm-hmm. to work around any scheduling conflicts. And fortunately... By the time that might be a problem, we will be so established enough that it will be way easier to justify those absences and yeah, right.
1: Exactly what I was getting at. Yep.
0: That's why it was actually kind of perfect where we started,
2: because winter is the easier season. Right.
1: So then the next question, because I guess that's that's pretty much everyone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What totem is the pack considering?
2: That that's it? That's the question?
1: What totem is the pack considering if you are considering?
2: Oh well we're we're considering. Um, but Porter should answer this <laughs> one. Yes, we've, and, and, and <laughs> yes.
0: We've, this is one of these things we've talked about before, but it bears repeating. Um, how I run the games is I will have the players each secretly, and it's honor system, but fucking secretly, don't discuss it.
2: Yeah, we haven't. At least I haven't. No, I believe you I guys, had. but
0: you I know, want to just for everyone else. <laughs> I'm you know, dying to is to make a list of their their favorite totem choices, and that list changes like the number fluctuates based on how many people are in the game. Sure. But then, you know, I give them point totals. So, like, if it's if it's five totems, the number one spot gets five points, the number five spot gets one point. You add them up, and there is almost always overlap. You know, I have been playing, I've been storytelling Werewolf for, you know, like 30 fucking years or so.
1: And there's been overlap of, up until now. Yeah,
0: every time. <laughs> every time in multiples. Except this time. <laughs> This is the only time there's... So, um, I get to do whatever I want.
2: <laughs> Which is fun.
0: Right. Like, that's the audible I called. You know? Because, like, really, you know, certainly, there's going to be a five-way tie for first place. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can choose any one of those stuff Or I can just choose whatever I want, really. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's how I do it. And so, they have no idea what their totem is. And that's why you keep it secret when you do that with your groups. Because if they talk... They can coordinate and and choose a totem, you know, and I suppose it's, yeah, it's one that everyone wants, but the idea behind doing it that way is it's still a surprise to everybody.
1: Because the totem chooses you.
0: Right. And because there's overlap, again, 99% of the time, (laughs) multiple people are getting someone they want. Yes. But it's still a surprise and it's the totem choosing you, not everyone going, hey, let's go with Fenris because I like the buffs that it gives.
4: Yeah, it makes it just a little less gamey and a little more
3: story based. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So
0: they're going to be surprised very soon. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Because then we exactly. can actually talk I can't about wait it.
3: Wait to tell. Yeah. Because I, I want to know what other people like sent to Porter. Because I know what I sent to Porter, and I'm like, I want to know what other people said. Well, once
2: <laughs> once we actually figure it out, we can just tell each other. Well, the best I, part
1: is Porter and I talk talk almost every single day, and. I hadn't. I was the last one to give him my choices, and he goes, "I have a feeling you pick A, B, C, and D." And he was uh, three out of four.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I think that's right. Three out of four.
1: Because I hadn't yet decided what my fifth one was.
0: It's so, like, yeah, I, I had his fucking number, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you have mine? I was the first to submit.
0: I don't remember honestly. I he know had, you had one of them. I know that. Um something interesting in the five top runners. And again, I'm just going to do whatever I want, whatever I feel is best, because here's the thing, like three of them are related to temperament.
5: Oh, oh shit.
0: <laughs> and, and I, my problem with that is I feel like I will shoehorn you guys into a thing at that point, And I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like if this one is like, these are super manner people, these are super violent people. These are super neutral people. Well, if I pick one of those totems then you guys have to act that way right, in the name of the totem, and that's not the, like, none of those things, none of those extremes are the vibes that you guys are throwing out yet. That's closest to an answer you're going to get. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all
5: right.
1: <laughs> Next question. Again, Ghost pa, these are all from him. Yeah,
0: the rest of the show is Ghost Paw. Uh,
1: specifically to Tom. Oh. What does your staff do?
2: It's fairy light.
0: That's essentially
2: all it is. It's just fairy light, but at the tip of the staff.
0: Yeah, so you don't get to fling it around, but. Yep.
2: I don't get to fling it around, but I essentially have a staff
0: flashlight. Yep. It's like a really long mag it's light.
2: Pretty much. It's, it's, think of it like Gandalf when he's using his to walk through, using his staff to walk it's through like 12 tunnels. 12D
0: batteries. It's really fucked up. Dude, I know.
5: 12, <laughs> damn.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's a long staff.
5: really hurts
4: <laughs> to get hit with.
1: And then this one, specifically for me, I know it was briefly mentioned, but where did Ricochet get the worm sensing fetish? The backstory was that the previous pack he was with, they all died. He took it off the neck of one of those members. It was her fetish that she got. He took it in remembrance of her. And it, yeah, it's no, just worm
0: sense. He's a dirty grave robber. He's a grave robber. Piece of crap. It, it's yeah, it's <laughs> just. <laughs>
5: Thank
1: you, CJ. Thank you. I looted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just. It's just sense worm. That's all it is. Basically, yeah. All right, So um, the
2: visual version of Sense Worm. Well, it's our first fetishes. We're brand new. We don't want to have overpowered fetishes. right? So let's yeah. take something simple. No, exactly.
5: No, no claves.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> claves. No claves or grand well, claves.
3: I mean, we're rank one. Somebody could come up and challenge for that grand clave and... <laughs>
2: It's yours. <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
0: Falling God. Leaf would just smack you in the back of the head and you'd wake up a week later without anything. <laughs> you'd be naked in the woods somewhere going like, what the hell happened?
1: <laughs> when will we hear more character backstory?
0: Hopefully every single game. <laughs> Good point. Just bit by bit.
1: I mean, he's got a
2: point. It's gonna organically come out.
1: Does each of the characters have a most personal and favorite possession? And I'm gonna say probably the thing for me
0: that you stole from your friends <laughs> he, looted. he looted
2: <laughs> CJ
4: with how Nightfang ended up in the nation he doesn't really have much from his original life to have like uprised possession but I'm going to say in his backpack there's going to be at least one or two issues of detective comics nice <laughs> they might have a few bullet holes in them by this point <laughs> Maybe stop uh, just ripping
0: doors off at random.
2: Wait, those didn't go through you, so I don't know what you're talking about. I had to dig them out.
4: No,
0: that's a good point. Also, true. They were at the at the camp.
2: That's true. So you're that's that's that. some oh, yeah. magic
0: bullet shit, yeah. dude. That is some. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about Deadshot last night. That is, that is some fucking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so he has some unharmed comics. Awesome. There we go. Well,
3: <laughs> given her backstory and just her concept. I know it sounds sad, but she has nothing of value. She just, yeah, she she doesn't have anything she values. And there's plenty. I think of time the only for that thing to she, the only thing she does value, I would think, is her new companions.
0: Aww, Aww. I know that you're just objects stupid, to her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I think that's really the only thing she that's stable in her life right now.
0: No, that's great. You know, there's there's this is not a wrong answer type scenario. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this is, again, it can change over time too. I, I love it. Yeah. She could suddenly sister.
3: really hate the, the Night Fang. Wow. And won his t shirt. He is uh, the Night
0: uh, <laughs> <Bang. laughs> I'm surprised. Actually, I'm surprised that CJ, you didn't say his cape and cowl. <laughs> oh, jeez.
4: <laughs> he might be working on
0: those. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the bag. He's just too embarrassed to take them out in front of you guys. <laughs>
4: Mine is
2: just a toss-up. It's I I like I want to say the staff, because it was given to him by his mentor who passed away, but also his fanny pack, because it holds all of his worldly possessions. And it makes him look super it, cool. Dude, come on. <laughs> 90, 93, 94 with a fanny pack? He looks awesome. What, what,
0: what is that? Like, uh, like a neon
2: pink it's and yellow. yellow? It's neon. I, I it's was like a yellowish green.
0: See, I was thinking like the half Z, Like, you know, the top half was the yellow and the bottom half was <laughs> it's, pink. It's...
2: You know what? You're close. It's it's a, it's the yellow and the green.
0: Okay, okay. It's all right. It's the yellow and the green. At least you knew where I was going with. I it. did. And that's that's crazy because we have not discussed this no, even at all. No, we haven't at all. But you knew where I was going <laughs> I with. I did. It. And
2: it's it's a toss up. Like <laughs> Tell me, I Tell me know my players. It's sentimental with the staff, but he's a strider. All his worldly possessions are in his fanny pack.
1: So right.
2: It's it's a toss up.
1: All right. Then I like the, the next question.
2: <laughs> that's a great question.
1: The next one or two? Do you trust each other, and do you consider yourselves a pack yet?
2: Well, I'm jumping in on this. I don't trust them just yet, because they ran off on me.
1: <laughs> I, I was going to say, the trust is being built.
2: Yes, definitely being yeah. built. And, I mean, I'm starting to consider us a pack. We've been together for three days.
1: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think at this point, it's like he's happy to have a pack now, because they didn't last for long the first time. So, but yeah, the trust is... is it's getting there, but I think some bad decisions have been made to the point where it it slowed that down.
4: It is definitely one of those. Just like it's going to be building up as they go, and like I will say, I think already has a bit more trust with Dante because yeah, Dante's already pulled bullets out of him. He could have done him a lot worse. So Somebody likes my fingers in him. Him.
0: <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> mm. Oof. I had to. No, that's fair. It's <laughs> yeah. this, it is this show. Um, it had to happen. See, Mel? Look, it. My mother's touch system is already making people friends and bonding. Oh,
3: she is <laughs> shaking. It's no, no, <laughs> really not. You <laughs> just said.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast. That's three in one show. Mm. Mm.
3: Nice. <laughs> I, I, think, um, I think for Cassie, trust is an issue for her, regardless, but she recognizes that these guys are the most stable influence that she has right now she called so. us stable <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: not the most used.
0: And she, she's, she's got a fellow black fury right nearby
1: now. seems like yeah we all have
0: a oh that's totally by design I figured it yeah. much but <laughs> to make sure you had a representative of your tribe nearby
1: all right next question what do each of the characters think is going on right now? not a clue. <laughs> no, I would agree.
2: Shit is hitting the fan every direction, and yep. yeah, can't yeah. can't put a finger on it at all. As yet. as
3: a player, who's, not a clue.
1: As someone who's been playing under Porter,
0: you know what? Just leave it in character. Yeah, because the out of character is going to come up later today, probably. Fair not is a part episode, of this show, right? But it's a part of another thing. Uh,
5: as
1: far okay. as the character goes, he has no clue. There's there's so much going on. We had. At one time, four different problems we have to deal with at once. It, it's there's it's chaos. There's too much going yep. on for us to figure out what the fuck's happening. It's a wild time. Yeah,
5: yeah.
3: I, and to be honest, as a player and as uh, the character, neither one of them have a clue. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going
2: on. <laughs> Welcome to Porter's writing. Yes,
3: oh.
4: yeah. <laughs> things on that nice edge of do I need more yarn for the conspiracy board or am I just going to let this happen and go with the flow?
2: We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to have a new conspiracy guy. Sweet. You're getting, getting replaced. Now it's no longer going to be. Yeah, how do you uh, feel about that? I'm okay it with it.
0: It's a question from Porter. Danny, how do you feel about giving away your tinfoil hat to CJ? <laughs> <laughs> Will there be a rivalry. Perhaps a tin joust for the king of that hill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm okay I'm with the uh, only
5: if Jaeger shows
1: up. I'm I'm okay with going with a singular thought <laughs> <laughs> and and sticking to that, no more worrying about other shit going on. Alright. Then for Porter, was Twilight really just fishing or did he run away from the pack because of his own actions?
0: That's um I like that question a lot. Um, because you know, you, you rarely get asked about NPC motivations. These are all new characters. But um, falling leaf at Twilight is, 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 he's the most finished. And I mean, you guys have read that right up. He you know, he is not everything you think he is. Uh, <laughs> so like yes, he, I mean, you can do more things than one at a time. <laughs> he, he was there to fish. maybe he was there to cool his head and reset. Um, kind of the same that. way where he might have been interrupted in a cave while he was trying to meditate at one point coming soon <laughs> is that coming soon
1: it, it might either just happened or is about to happen yeah i don't so. remember
0: which but again it's not a spoiler thing um really but what? yeah you know it's maybe. fine <laughs> but yeah um falling leaf at twilight has issues yeah <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know it's awesome though i mean again it's the fleshed out idea of who he is it's
2: bringing life into that character
0: What's the idea? You want your NPCs to be real people so it matters when shit happens to them. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. form relationships with them, you know, and that doesn't happen overnight, and especially when you have multiples, you know, so like we have the um, Fire Force pack, um, you know, La Benefique. <laughs> it's a big pack. <laughs> yeah, and so there's a lot of characters there, and it's, you, you gotta, you know, you can find those relationships, and but yeah, with Falling Leaf, there's multiple things can be true. So let's go yes.
1: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and another one for Porter. Which is your favorite PC and why? Because they can't all be your favorite.
0: They can't. And um joke's on y'all. We're not established enough. Um, How
1: about he answers it, not you?
0: <laughs> I mean, that is the answer is none of you because you're not established <laughs> enough. So the joke's <laughs> on all y'all. Uh. <laughs> Now now that'll be I'm sure that'll be a different answer later on, but right now story 3 is finished. I don't know these people yet. So Vadoma Amen.
3: Parents <laughs> don't have uh, have favorites. Yes they do. Yes they do.
0: <laughs> you love your children equally, but you have you like them different. That is so true. <laughs> All
1: right, then the last question and again thanks for Ghost for sending so fucking many of them. <laughs> and you're my boy Blue specifically for me here. Keep in mind this is only episode three, but what made Ricochet become so sulky? How did he get to be like that and wouldn't he be angry instead? I feel like when that happened, I Oh man, that's I, I guess that's part of the what I was said earlier about trying to distinguish between Jaeger and Ricochet.
0: Yeah, I think there was definitely some
1: That that was one of those things that was one of those times where i was I wasn't playing the character correctly i was playing a previous character and that had a lot to do with us earlier in the day we were recording for a postmortem yeah so i mean there's it's not really an excuse but but it's, a it's what
0: happened it. you were in the different character's headspace mm-hmm. and then had to make that switch and not for nothing you're not super mm-hmm. experienced with that cuz you haven't had the opportunity right. this is character 2 for you
1: but at the same time i i don't know a hundred percent Porter with what he's thinking all the time, but I can sometimes get an idea of the direction he's going by what he's bringing towards on the table. So I felt like this pack that we were, you know, essentially facing was there to help us. And I didn't portray that. (laughs) Instead, I portrayed it as I feel like they're going against us, not with us. So that it screwed me over it screwed us as a pack over, and and I was trying to replay it, going back to that character's mentality, not just be pissed off. Yes, he's an outround, round. Yes, he's got a uh, higher rage, but like for me with that character, the the rage is more of the combat part of it rather than you know
0: his headspace. Well, I mean, it is going to bleed through to his headspace. That's just yes how that works. But it, it's funny you bring that up. Um, because I know that was something we talked way earlier about favorite moments, least favorite moments. And there was a point there, I think also in the first episode. Probably where, um, I was listening back and was really pissed off at, at my take on something.
5: Oh, I like, know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Like there are times like when we're listening to episodes, cause you know, you got to listen to the edit, you know, make sure the edit's okay and you know, did it to post right and whatever. So we hear an episode a couple times and there'll be times when like it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys do this too. You'll make a joke at the podcast while it's going on. <laughs> you know, like Danny will say something, you'd be like, "Ah," blah, blah, blah. and then like a half second later, you say it on air.
2: Mm-hmm. I've, I've done it yep, so done many times. Yeah, I've, I've done, that
0: done that it. To yeah, I
1: can't tell you for the times I've done it in editing. Right? <laughs> like, oh, it's man, like you,
0: you didn't know it was coming. That's just where your heart was. And look, it was my heart was there in the day? But um, when Falling Leaf was trying to explain to you guys why y'all the bad guys in this situation, himself included, mm-hmm. you know, that was all ad-lib. So I guess it was chapter two, or one, two, or, yeah, chapter two. Whatever. Yeah, whatever Not important. <laughs> Sorry. When well, he was trying to explain that to you guys, and I'm listening to the argument that I gave, again, which was ad-lib, and I was so mad that I failed to point out that Far Four just ate shit <laughs> in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. That not only did he get ambushed by Kylindo Joe and three of his guys got taken out, right? Not only did he extend the olive branch and back down during this fight, right?
1: He was embarrassed.
0: Right. He got his ass kicked in front of a bunch of teenagers who are now making smarty boy remarks and getting strong. Mm -hmm. So there was a level of saving face he's have, he's having to do there. You know, he's been beaten twice. And humiliated, Uh and then like the fifteen-year-old Bonar's going like, "Where is your place, jerk?" After he offered, "Come, okay, come back to my place, and we'll have a couple drinks and settle this," Uh which is absolutely the against his instincts, you know. Like, I wish that... Because, obviously, Falling Leaf can understand that. Yeah. I just, in the moment, didn't think to bring that argument up. And I was so bummed out hearing me not do that. It's like, fuck hindsight, you idiot. Yep.
1: I know exactly what you're thinking, yeah. That's it.
0: That's yeah. That's the last question. That's the last
1: one. That's the end of the Ghost Fall Corner.
0: Well, then, it's it's the last question, too.
1: Yeah, what's the last question?
0: So, (laughs) that's our show.
1: All of you guys who threw in those questions... Thank you so much, so greatly appreciated, and this was a fun episode to put together. Yes, keep those coming.
0: Yes, there's plenty more show to go. Mel, CJ was so great to have you guys with us on this one. I'm I'm really glad we were able to make this happen.
3: Yeah, yeah, this was fantastic. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, but people need to ask more questions about CJ's character and mine. You know, <laughs> just saying, just throwing it out there.
0: Well, and then here's the thing, though, is like we know because at the time we didn't know you guys were going to be able to make those. In fact, there was a point where we thought about, um, having you guys write your responses and then read them back.
5: <laughs> right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, just a,
0: in case. Right. But this is so much better. So yeah, guys, you know, yeah. uh, you got questions to any of us, whatever we, we will do them. This yeah. is fun. And, uh,
1: we'll, we'll do it again if we get more enough, yeah. enough of them. There you go. <laughs> English is hard.
0: Yeah. Is it crazy? But that is our show for this week thank you again so much for tuning in as always Uh, on behalf of uh everybody here at structural studio uh, melissa cj danny tyson tommy dixon and myself we want to say um thank you for your support Uh, take care of yourselves take care of each other keep your claws sharp you're heading to swivel we'll see you It's like 12D batteries. It's really fucked up. I know.
5: (laughs) 12, damn. (laughs)